0: to the 54th episode of we hate sports um the second season of the new year i'm rye i'm gonna be your new moderator for this episode and as per usual the hosts for this evening are pc
1: my name's pc new voices my eagles are in the playoffs starting off this week on good high notes definitely positive manifestations for all my boys and for my fellow new moderator.
0: Thank you so much. TK, go ahead.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, as you can see the Versace on my neck, today we are royalty. And let me tell you why we are royalty. Broncos country. We have officially fired the fat fuck, excuse my language, but we have officially fired him. We have let go of Pat Shermer and we will no longer suck. The light at the end of the tunnel is finally in our sights. All right, Tulu.
3: I'm depressed, okay? I literally have to live with that fat mofo that wears number seven on the Steelers literally winning in Baltimore yesterday. I have to live with that. In his (laughs) final game, his final game, he comes in and beats my team. I'd have to live with that for the rest of the week, and my week is ruined. I don't even want to speak right now.
0: (laughs) Trey?
4: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Trey the Goat, and let me tell you why I'm a pioneer. Because, as you may already know, I am the only person in We Hate Sports Trivia History to surpass the week, but to uh, to surpass the month, with getting zero points. Tolu couldn't do it. Sean, he tried to be a pioneer like me, but he's a bum, he's a fraud, just like Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. Let's go. (laughs)
0: Sean?
5: Trey, the memes literally write themselves. The the meme that PC made described exactly what you just did. But on to the more important matter. Rest in piss, Dave Dentleman. Goodbye to the worst general manager in NFL history. You will not be missed. The day you die, I will piss on your grave. Go to hell, Dave.
6: Real classy. Real classy. (laughs) Stay
5: classy, Sean.
1: Stay, Stay classy. classy, Giants fans.
3: Stay classy, Sean. Stay classy.
5: And last but, not
0: hmm? last but not least, we have Gianni.
6: Um, I'm excited for the playoffs. Um, can't wait um, to see the Eagles bring Tom Brady down on Sunday. So I'm excited for that.
0: Awesome first topic. So Clay Thompson re- Clay Thompson returned to the Golden State Warriors yesterday after suffering an ACL injury almost two years ago. He dropped 17 points in the 96 to 82 win against the Cleveland Cavaliers. So PC, I'm gonna throw it to you first. Are the Warriors the best team in the West right now?
1: Uh well. First of all, I want to thank you, Rye, for coming on to the episode this week. Uh, Hopefully a new voice that we will hear that all of our WHS listeners will hear for the near future. Clay Thompson. Um, I mean, the Warriors are already arguably the best team in the NBA. Adding someone like Clay back to this already amazing team. um, It's just going to be it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be like how it was back in 2017, 2016, where Golden State was dominating the entire NBA. Um, I I mean, I've been trying to tell people this now for the last, like, year and a half. Like, we've had our vacation from the Warriors dominating the NBA, and, you know, he dropped 17 in his return. That was only his first game back. All Klay Thompson needs is... I say 10 games max for him to finally be back to the form that we all expect. The defense, I know, I think we all agree, the defense won't be the same as it was pre-injury. But, um, I mean, as far as the shooting, the shooting's going to come in due time. And give him, like I said, 10 games max. And, yeah, the Warriors are going to be not only the best team in the Western Conference, they're going to be the best team in the NBA.
0: All right, TK. I'm gonna go ahead and throw it over to you.
2: So I guess the I guess to answer the question right now, I guess the Warriors are the best team, um, in the West. Maybe you could argue the Suns. Um, they're still up there. I'd still put the Suns up there. But um, yeah, basically what my co-host PG said. When you bring a guy like Klay Thompson back in the roster uh, to already pretty good offensive team, um, I could care less about defense. I don't really care about defense in the NBA, especially not in the regular season. Um, that's stuff you figure out later on in the playoffs when that time comes around. So um, that's something that they could still work on. I don't think they will because they're not really a defensive made team. But um, I think when you're score when you're able to score the amount of points that I assume that they will score, when Clay Thompson eventually gets back under his foot, um, I think a lot of people forget how good the Splash Bros were. And when you like I said, when you add a a, a group of guys who are great shooters that we we don't talk about enough, um. Yeah, man, the Warriors, are probably, the Warriors are definitely the most dangerous team um, in the league. I mean, three points beat two every time. So if these guys are just shooting lights out every single night, good luck keeping up with them because I can't think of any other team that can keep up with the Warriors if they're shooting threes or night and they're making them. Good luck to most teams. Good luck to just about every single team in the NBA. I don't care if you're from the East or the West. Um, you're not going to be able to keep up with this team, like I said, if they're making their shots.
1: And to add to your point, CK, as far as defense goes, we all seem to forget James Wiseman. He's coming back very soon, too. So it's, they they keep growing. They keep growing.
0: Thank you guys for your takes and I am saddened to say I agree that the Lakers are not looking too good right now. Probably the one of the worst seasons is horrible. Um switching gears, last night the Las Vegas Ra- Raiders defeated the Los Angeles Chargers 35-32 in overtime for the final game of the regular season. Las Vegas clinched a playoff berth, and the Chargers were sent home. The game-winning field goal for Las Vegas was set up by the Chargers' H.C., Brandon Staley, who shockingly called a timeout while the Raiders were driving into field goal range. Raiders QB Derek Carr went to say after the game that the timeout, along with Jacob's big run, was the decider in getting the win. Both teams would have made the playoffs had the game ended in a tie, meaning the Steelers were eliminated from the playoffs. So, PC, I'm going to start with you. Did Brandon Staley cost the Chargers the game?
1: Well, really, I kind of have to, you know, tip my hat to Brandon Staley because, because of him, Nick Sirianni is the only rookie head coach this season to lead his team to the playoffs. So, you know, congratulations to you, Brandon Staley. You did a wonderful job in screwing your team out of a playoff spot. Um, I mean, the fact that the let's put some things in perspective for a second. The fact that the chargers were even in that game towards the end, the fact that that game even got to overtime, you can think Justin Herbert, Jay Herbo, man, he was slinging the ball all around the field, that entire game. And that last drive, um, the final drive before going into overtime, um, where they got the game-winning touchdown, I mean, that was a really long drive. And, you know, the Chargers, they kept getting lucky with every throw, with, you know, every catch that they made. There were, you know, a lot of times where I thought, okay, Raiders are going to make us up here. Raiders are going to make us up there. That's where they stop. And somehow, some way, Justin Herbert found a way to give his team a touchdown, to give his team a chance. And the fact that his rookie head coach, who who has made a lot, you know, a couple of mistakes as expected, you know, from any rookie head coach this season, but he made one late in the game in your biggest game of the year in the final game of the regular season, you know, where you win and you're in the playoffs. You can't make that sort of mistake. Um, and Brandon Saley made the deadliest one. And that's up the game wing field goal for Las Vegas. Um, i mean i really don't know what else you know, the chargers players could have done there especially Justin herbert um if you're Brandon Staley, you can really only learn from this um and definitely the chargers are going to have a chance at uh you know getting into the playoffs in the next few years but uh as far as you know this season you know in that game yeah this one's gonna sting this one's gonna sting but i mean you live and you learn so
0: I'm going to go ahead and throw that question over at you.
2: So basically, PC, you took, I'm looking at my invisible clock right, about five minutes to basically say no. And I, and I agree with you. I to, to basically say yes, I, I'm sorry. Um, I 100% agree with PC. I personally think that he did cost him the game. But I will say this. Not only, that wasn't the only play that I feel like he he was he made mistakes. He made mistakes throughout the game, first of all. And then there was also a play that really stuck with me yesterday. I don't know if you guys remember. It was the play, um, I want to say it was maybe 30 and 15 um, Chris Harris Jr. committed a very stupid penalty. And it was, I mean, it, it uh, the pass was thrown to, I can't remember the receiver. I want to say Zay Jones maybe. Maybe I could be wrong. If you guys can correct me, go ahead. But. What the ball? Uh, the ball that Derek that Derek Carr threw wasn't even in – basically. He had no chance of completing the pass. Had no chance to catch the ball. And Chris Harris made a stupid bonehead play that gave the Raiders uh, the first down. And I think they scored before halftime. Um, and put them up seventeen fourteen. Um, you take that play away and you get the ball back. You put it in Justin Herbert's hands. We might be having a different conversation because they could possibly score before. Bef- they could possibly score instead of the Raiders before um halftime. So um, definitely gonna. Uh, I definitely blame the coach. Um. Hundred percent right. Um, but like I said, there were some boneheaded plays um, in the game that could have been avoided by players and by the coach as well. Um, that was one of the best games I've seen all season. I can, I can, I, I can honestly say, excuse me. Um, and and kind of like what PC said, bro. If you don't call the timeout and you just tie the game, you get in the playoffs. You didn't have to do too much. You he tried to do too much. I don't understand. The timeout was extremely atrocious. Like I said, some of the things that this head coach did, like he's a young coach. So I'm willing to let it slide. He's a young coach. Um, I do I do think that him and Justin Herbert, they're gonna build something special um in in, in Los Angeles. So um I think for the future they'll be fine. Let's not freak out too much. Um, Chargers fans, I know this hurts, but like I said, don't freak out too much. You have a very good coach. Um, you have a very you finally have you finally have a good foundation in LA uh for the Chargers. So um for the future you guys are gonna be okay. But like I said, last night it was a couple bonehead mistakes by a very young coach. He'll get these rights. He'll learn from this. Um, he'll bounce back. Um, and we may be having a different conversation next year because I do think that the Chargers do have a chance of getting uh, in the playoffs. I mean, they were. They, it's like they're always so close the past couple of years, and they just keep effing up. Um, but yeah, like I said, gotta learn from this. Um, he definitely did cost in the game. But like I said, I'm not gonna fully 100% point the finger at the coach. Like I said, there were some really bonehead plays, and that play by Chris Harris, it really stuck with me. Had he not done that, we could have, we could we could be completely having a different conversation right now. So, um, like I said, we're not gonna, I'm not going to freak out too much. The boneheaded, it was a couple boneheaded plays, but they'll be fine. Chargers will be back
4: next year.
0: All right, Trey, what's your take on this?
4: Uh, yeah, I agree with TK and PC. Uh, it is his fault. Let's just be real. He cost them the game. And because of him, we have to see the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger in the playoffs this year. Nobody wants to see that, bruh. He's on his last leg. He has a noodle arm. He can't even throw it down the field. He has no accuracy. Like, why do we, we have to watch this? Because he called a stupid timeout. And the worst time. Called a dumb timeout. He's a rookie coach. It was going to happen. If rookie mistakes, it happens. Uh, But then, like TK said, Chris Harris Jr., you're a veteran, bro. You shouldn't be making those stupid penalties like that. Especially this point in the game. You've been in the league for over 10 years now. You should know better. So, to reflect on what happened. Congrats to the Raiders for pulling through. Uh, it was a good game all the way out. Uh, I think everybody was expecting it to be a good game for a playoff push. And going forward, let's just say I hope the Chiefs stomp on the Steelers because I don't want to see Big Ben. But yeah, that that um, that decision right there to call a timeout, that is what caused the Chargers the game, in my opinion. And then Josh Jacobs had the big run after that. So yeah,
0: I just want to say that I am a Saints fan. Congratulations to the Raiders because I have a lot of Raiders fans in my family. But as a Saints fan, seeing the Falcons game, seeing them win, and then hearing about the 49ers game was honestly just tragic for me. But that's another subject. Do um, like the Saints? I do like the Saints, yeah.
2: <laughs> I just want to say I'm so glad that like it's finally— A female who doesn't like the Packers or the Steelers. Every female I have ever met is always a Packers or Steelers fan, bro. So I am happy you're a Saints fan because it's (laughs) so thank you.
0: My family is from Louisiana. So just going off of, you know, um, basically like a hometown fan type of thing, we're most definitely a Saints fan.
5: This is not going to be a popular take. I think Brandon Staley absolutely made the right decision to call that timeout. If you look at the field in a regular formation, they were not in victory formation. They had a wide open wide receiver. They were the Chargers were not ready to stop the run. They weren't ready to stop anything. The Raiders were going to convert on that first down. If they didn't, uh, Chargers didn't call a timeout. They were going to convert and they were going to take the field goal. The Raiders were not going to willingly hand a division opponent a spot into the playoffs. The Raiders were not going to willingly sign up to play the Kansas City Chiefs on the road in the first round of the playoffs. That was not going to happen. I think people are overreacting to this. Brandon Staley made the right decision. They needed to call this timeout. The problem in this play was that they couldn't stop the run. They gave up third and seven when they were obviously going to run the ball. That was the problem. I think Brandon Staley does deserve some criticism for yesterday. He um, He went for it on fourth and one for his own 20. That's just not a football decision. That is a Madden decision. That is how you play. When you are angry at Madden and you're just saying screw it, I'm doing whatever it takes. Sean, that's what, that's Sean, what you do that. Sean, yeah.
2: That fourth down, he went from his own fifteen, but not a twenty. It was 15, fifteen, even worse. Yeah, that was even the wrong worse. Come he on, he deserves
5: man. criticism for that. He's a defensive coach, and the Chargers' defense was not good yesterday, especially the run defense. He deserves criticism for that. The timeout call, I think, was 100% justified. They should have made the stop. The defense should have made the stop. That was what went wrong on that play. Not calling the timeout.
1: See, my only thing is, like, why why, why, why were you playing? you know, divisional bragging rights over getting into the playoffs? Like, you kneel right there, you're in the playoffs. It doesn't matter if your divisional rivals in the but playoffs. you play too. the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> on the
5: road. I don't think the Raiders were going to sign up for that. It didn't look like I mean, they were going to sign up for that. If they would,
1: they would have been that. victory for me. I mean, they
5: right? signed
1: the They signed up for the, the playoffs? The do, yeah, they the the Please, they do they, they play the Kansas City Chiefs? I don't think they do. They play the Bengals. You but.
5: can make a yeah, legitimate... Wait, 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 stop, stop.
2: Stop. Well, the Bengals beat the Chiefs this year. First but of all. Yeah. In the
5: playoff setting, would you? the Chiefs are way, more way Also
2: Also, I don't know if you saw what Space sent in the chat. It's going to be like 15 degrees in Cincinnati. You think these California boys, these Las Vegas... I mean, of course, all football players play in the cold weather, of course. But I'm saying you really think... These boys want to go all the way to Cincinnati in 15-degree weather, bro. Bengals
5: are, gonna Patrick Bingo, Mahomes Bingo. And Andy are way, going to play exactly. are gonna win.
2: By the way, by the way, this, this is, game,
1: is the first Sean. this playoff game. Cincinnati. I agree, I agree, but Cincinnati. I think they have playoff a better game? chance
5: against Cincinnati than they would Kansas City.
1: This is the first Cincinnati playoff game since the Perfect mm-hmm. bon, uh, has Burford incident. That basically messed up Antonio Brown. This, this, that's the first playoff game since that, and that was in. I'm not
5: saying I think the Raiders are going to win. I'm just saying I think you'd rather play the Cincinnati Bengals. Zach Taylor's first playoff performance. Joe Burrow's per- first playoff appearance. You'd rather. Play mean, them than the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: I mean, fair enough, but. I, I don't and
5: know. it lo- and it does look like that's what they were going to do. Derek Carr said in the post game interview he was texting with Aaron Rodgers. The plan was always to win the game. They were not playing for a tie. They were not going to kneel it out. They were going to win the game. And if they were, if there was another case, they would have been in victory formation, which they weren't. That's why they called a timeout, as they were going to call a play. And if they converted on the first down, they were going to take the field goal, no matter what.
2: I just feel like I just feel like at that moment in time, you got to put you got to put your you got to put your faith in your defense, bro. Like, I understand if you're playing terrible game, but you put your faith in your defense and you tell them go out there and get it done. You got to make one stop. But I think the or defense was, was better
5: because they had more time to rest. And also there wasn't a wide open wide receiver that they forgot
2: I guess to that's ahead. true. I guess, I guess, I guess you could out. look at it that way too. That's, I guess you could look at it that way too. That's not a bad way to look at it.
0: All right. Interesting takes from everyone. Um, we're going to go ahead and move on. So the Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the Baltimore Ravens in their division match up 16-13 in overtime. The Steelers clinched a playoff berth with some help from the Raiders and sent the Ravens packing. So how shocked are you that the Steelers got in? PC, we're going to go ahead and start with you.
1: Pretty shocked, considering how different the ending of last night's game between the Chargers and the Raiders could have gone. Um, with that being said, uh, there is, I can't lie, there is a part of me that uh, is you know, pretty happy that the Steelers are in the playoffs because my mom is a Steelers fan. Um, with that also being said, Ben Routlesberger is on his last legs. Like Trey said, it's basically the corpse of his prime self going into the playoffs out instead of young stud Jay Herbo, Justin Herbert in the Los Angeles Chargers. And there's, you know, the football fan me, you know, it doesn't sit right. That doesn't sit right with me. Um, I don't know how well the Chiefs are going to do against the, or excuse me, how well the Seals are going to do against the Chiefs, considering that they got blown out by them the first time they went to Arrowhead this uh, regular season. Uh, so that game could be a dud, but who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, I, I, Like I said, uh, we wouldn't even be talking about that, you know, this game uh, had not been for the ending of the other game. Um, but I also do want to point out, too, that. Tolu guaranteed victory against the Steelers and send you know, Ben Routlisberger into retirement with the L. And, uh, yeah, that – um, that didn't happen. Did it? That didn't happen, buddy. That did not happen.
0: All right, second question. um, How far do you believe that they can go, PC?
1: Honestly, they're going to get bounced out by the Chiefs. I think it's going to be just a rerun of what happened in the regular season, and they got blown out in the regular season. Like I said – you know, part of me that likes the Steelers, but, you know, and I love Mike Tomlin, you know, honestly, Hall of Fame head coach, never had a losing season in his entire coaching career. But he's going to get blown out. The Sealers are going to get blown out by the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: All right, TK, same questions for you as well.
2: Well, to answer the second question, yeah, they're going to bounce out the first round, so I'm not even going to get into that too much. It's going to be a blowout. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be – they're gonna get, they're gonna get cream, bro. That's the, that's the nicest word I can, I can think of. They're gonna, they're about to get destroyed, absolutely destroyed, bro. And it might be about three touchdowns, it might be four, and I would not be surprised, absolutely at all. Now, to answer the first part of the question. Can we just like admire, like what this man, Mike Tomlin, is doing with what he's been given, bro? Let's talk
1: this about this man.
2: It. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Mike Tomlin might be the best head coach in the, in the NFL, not named Bill Belichick. I said it. I said Let's it. Talk he about might be the sec- uh, And I mean I mean, in our generation. I don't mean this this season or last season. I mean of this generation. What this man is doing, bro, no other coach could do with Ben effing Roethlisberger, bro. This man is not even on his last legs, P.C. He's on his last toes. This man is on his last toes, bro. He's done. His legs are dead, bro. This man is trash, dog water. Any words you can think of, cat piss, I don't know, bro. He is trash, bro, absolutely trash. And this man has still got the Steelers to the playoff, bro. I mean, it starts with the coaching, first of all. For the Steelers, it starts with the coaching, bro. The defense has fell off from what they were last year. Big Ben, it. like I just said, I mean, he's absolute dog boo-boo, dog doo-doo, whatever you want to say, bro. I mean. The wide receivers have been a. Eh. They didn't have uh. What what? Who, I can't think. Of, I'm high right now. I can't think of the Juju Juju Smith. They didn't have Juju Smith this year. Like, dude, how in are in these situations where your defense has gotten worse, you don't have your starting receiver, your starting wide receiver, and you're still number one, or not number one, but you still find a way to make a playoffs, bro. Can any other head coach do this? I really want you guys to answer this question because I don't think so, bro. I don't think there's any other head coach not named Bill who could do this, bro, for years and years and years. Because Ben has been done for about three years now. Let's have that conversation. Ben has been done. It wasn't just this year. Ben has been done for about two, three years now. And this man has still found ways to get winning records. It's insane, bro. It's mind-blowing. And it pisses me off that Mike Tomlin does not get talked about enough, bro. When we always talk about the greatest head coach of all time, we always, always, always say Bill Belichick, bro. But I wouldn't mind hearing Mike Tomlin's name in there, too, bro. Because honestly, what this man is doing with the Pittsburgh Steelers is just incredible, bro. Go ahead, PC. I know you wanted to say something.
1: I just want to say we do have to give our flowers to, honestly, Defensive Player of the Year, TJ Watt. He tied Michael Strahan's record this season with 22.5 seconds. 22.5.
2: Insane. Insane.
1: He 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 essentially carried that defense for the last second half of you know, the Red Clear season <laughs> to even get to where they are now. He led him, Mike Tomlin, and you know, I'd say Najee Harris led this team to the playoffs. You know, and those those guys were the backbones. And Big Ben he he did all he could. Um, he did enough because they now have a wild card, you know, matchup. Not the matchup that they want, but Absolutely. I mean,
2: like I said, I'm sorry, I just had to take, I wanted to take this part of the segment just to praise Mike Collin, bro, because I just feel like it doesn't get, it doesn't get praised enough, bro, and it's insane, dog. Like, this man has never, ever, 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 like, listen to me, ever, 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 ever had a losing season, bro. Like, since he's been a coach, this man has literally, you can look at, you can look on paper, you can go on Google, and you can look at this man's resume, never had a losing record, not once and and then to top it off to have a winning record this year. I mean, bro. Get this man like come on, dog. Second greatest head coach of all time. I mean, we, we we maybe we can have a conversation about this in the near future on the on a podcast, but I'm gonna say it, bro. Mike Tomlin is the second best coach in the NFL right now and it's not even close. Not even close. I don't want to hear Andy Reid. I don't care who you name. I don't want to hear none of these names. It's Mike Tomlin after Bill
6: Belichick.
0: Luigi, what's your take on this? Um,
6: my take on this is, I feel like the Steelers, um, didn't deserve to make the playoffs, honestly. But you you need to give the credit, honestly, to Mike Tomlin. Um, like TK said, um, he's the second best coach behind Bill. To be honest, I don't think they're gonna get past the first round. I think they're going to. I think the game is going to be over after by halftime, or by you know early in the third quarter. By halftime, early in the third quarter. I give, him, I give them that. Um, but they're, they're not that good, honestly. It's all about Tomlin, honestly, um, getting there. I wish the Chargers would have made it because to see Herbert in the playoffs, if, if the Chargers could have made the playoffs, I think um, they would play in Buffalo. So we will have a pretty good matchup there, Chargers and Bills.
0: All right. Thank you for that.
3: There will be first round exits. Just the Kansas City Chiefs are going to crush them. Literally going to run them out the stadium. Literally destroy them. Retire Ben Roethlisberger. Something we could have done, we should have done, but we didn't, and that still makes me angry. Can we move on, please? I don't want to talk about the Ravens. They stink. They're dead to me. Dang. Can you you sure,
4: Like you did your Orioles and your Nets
3: after one. <laughs> <hour>. <laughs> Dude, why does? Why can't this trade just keep? Trey just shut.
0: All right, so moving on, the New York Giants lost their final game of the season Sunday, 22-7, in a rather boring game that saw just how pathetic the Giants' offense has gotten. We saw a QB sneak from the Giants on a third and nine. General Manager David Gentleman has since stepped down as the GM for New York. However, Joe Judge is expected back with the team, according to Josina Anderson. How can the New York Giants justify bringing back Joe Judge? PC, go ahead.
1: Giants fans love Joe Judge. The Giants should extend Joe Judge. I'm going to tell you why. You know, Joe Judge, he's got he's a lot of slack for his team, you know? I mean, he's been working with Mike Glennon and Jake Fromm, you know, respectfully, two of the worst starting quarterbacks in NFL history. Historically. Why, speaking, they are actually one of the, two of the worst in NFL history. And, you know, maybe it's a matter of not having a good OC. You know, he did have Jason Garrett for most of the season. And, you know, we all know how bad Jason Garrett is. Um, you know, and maybe, maybe it's a matter of his, you know, star guys not showing up. Uh, Kenny Galladay, you know, the guy they signed in the offseason for $72 two million. Didn't have a single touchdown this season. Uh, Darius Toney, um, you know, their first-round pick, uh, the guy that Sean told me was going to be the next Tyreek Hill, uh, he didn't have a touchdown this season. Uh, Saquon Barkley, uh, I'm uh, I'm just going to say right here, Saquon, you're washed, buddy. You're just like Christian McCaffrey. Uh, you're constantly injured. Um, and then there's Samuel Jones, who weirdly enough might be the saving grace of this once prestigious franchise um, and if Daniel Jones is your saving grace. <laughs> oh, man. Just extend Joe Judge. Do all of us a favor. And when I say all of us, I mean all of us Eagle fans and every fan in the NFC East division. This includes the Cowboys, Washington football team. Extend Joe Judge. It, I mean, you're never going to get out of this purgatory. Of being mediocre, Joe Judge, he is your future. Daniel Jones, he is your future. You need to extend them both. You need to continue doing what you're doing, Giants fans. Man, love y'all, man. You see, bro,
4: you almost forgot. Tariq said John Ross was a valid
1: signing. Never forget. Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what? I also forgot, Trey. Also, forgot to say that somehow their left tackle, Andrew Thomas. Mm. At more touchdowns this year than any of their starting wide receivers.
7: Mm. Along That's crazy.
1: Wisconsin. You know how
4: many touchdowns uh, Kenny Galladay had this year? Big fat. As
1: many
3: as me. Seven, yeah, as many. many as all
4: seven, seventy million to score. We
3: had as many
2: touchdowns as Kenny Galladay. bro. And we and you know what's funny?
4: We sit on the couch on Sundays, and they could, still could not score more touchdowns than us, bro. We sit. Ooh, on you,
7: know couch how, you
2: know
4: how? You know how many total touchdowns the Giants have this year? Michael Jordan, twenty-three. That's bad. Mm-hmm. That is bad. That is absolutely horrendous. You guys suck, Sean. And I know you're listening to this right now. You might as well. Y'all, y'all don't even play in New York. Scratch off New York Giants. Y'all are New Jersey bums. That's what y'all are. Y'all <laughs> hey, suck. Hey, y'all are hey, stri- hey. Relax.
3: Relax. Hey, man. Relax.
4: Come on, Tolu. You gonna defend them? That's your secondary team? We know no, you left them no. for the Ravens don't, when they got don't, Lamar. Don't, don't wish. We, Jer-
3: Jersey does but not
1: can claim. Can we just, can we just relocate does not them? claim that. Hey, hey. Can we re- just relocate them to New Mexico? Yes. That's- do
3: that. Do that. Yeah. yeah. Mexico City. Not New Mexico, yeah, Mexico, Mexico City. City. We, we do not claim that that trash team. Do not wish
6: Jersey on that.
1: Mexico City. Send thing. the Giants In... to Alaska. Yes. Yeah. Alaska. Hell, send them the to Ocahoe for all I care. Ocahoe <laughs> Giants the like a great name. Wyoming Giants. The Wyoming. Vermont Giants. The Maine Giants. Anything but New York. You don't deserve the New York name, the prestige that comes with being a New York team. You don't deserve that right now. No. What the commentators say it best? This is sad.
3: Sad. Such a historic franchise be poverty like this, man.
0: All right, TK, what do you think?
2: So before I answer the question, <clears throat> um, Sean, if you couldn't tell, the question that I sent to PC this morning was just this. And it, <laughs> PC, you know exactly what I'm about to say, because PC added a whole bunch of his own stuff in there. All I said was, how do the Giants justify Resigning Joe Judge—that was my question. So everything that PC threw in before, no, it was accurate and it was hilarious, and I enjoyed it because you know what, Sean? I'm going to take my anger out on Tyreek on you because you're the only Giants fan here. You disgusting piece of crap. Okay, let me tell you something, bro. First of all, you're going to resign Joe Judge. The fact that you didn't—that you didn't fire this man yet—you're resigning to him for at least one more year. So you need to just. Breathe it in, take it in, and you need to accept it because it's happening, bro. I don't want to hear oh, waiting for the new GM. No, you're not waiting. Nobody waits for effing new GM. And like, who knows when you're even gonna sign this dude, first of all. And all the head coaches are gonna be gone. You're gonna be left with the the leftovers, basically, bro. Is that really what you want, Sean? Is that really what you want? Just run it back with Joe Judge, bro. Like PC said, just run it back with Joe Judge, bro. Just run it back now. I don't know how the Giants justify resigning Joe Judge. I, I really don't. Like you did the first smart thing and, and well, actually you didn't even do it because David Gettleman, he just retired. Um, I don't know if the Giants had anything to do with that. Sean would know that. But yeah, so I can't even say that you that the Giants got that right because the man retired. So the Giants have done absolutely nothing right um on Monday. They had the second worst day besides the Miami Dolphins, who we're not going to get into that right now cuz we all we all we all seen the reports of everything stupidly that the dolphins did today. They made like 16 different mistakes, bro. It was absolutely hilarious. But um yeah, I really don't know how you justify resigning Joe Judge. Um especially on a day where literally every single team that didn't believe in their head coach, they fired them. Literally everybody got fired today. But here is Joe Judge still in New York, bro. Um I agree with Gianni and Tolu and uh, Trey and PC just move them out of New York, bro. At this point, it's just pathetic. I mean, you guys have been absolutely nothing since I was in middle school, and this is when you had Eli Manning. You're absolutely pathetic. You're supposed to, you were supposed to be better than the Eagles, according to uh, Tyree. You guys are supposed to make the playoffs, according to, to Tyree. You guys are supposed to win ten games, according to Tyree. The, uh, 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 Daniel Jones was supposed to have this bounce back season and have a great season and this magical se- None of this happened. Saquon Barkley was supposed to not get injured this year and have and have this big bounce back seat. None of it happened this year, bro. The Giants are just absolute trash. You guys just need to blow it up. And I understand you guys just tried to do this a couple of years ago, but you guys may need to blow it up again because you have Daniel Jones, you have Saquon Barkley. Joe Judge is going to be your head coach, buddy. I'm sorry to tell you, but this is going, this is happening, Sean. Just take it in. Like, I I really don't know, bro. You guys are going to win another five games this season. You guys are going to be one of the worst teams in the league again this season. Um, I mean, imagine being the last team in the worst division in NFL history. That is so embarrassing, bro. Sean, I cannot wait to hear what you have to say, bro, because, like, I would love to hear you. Like, if you if you defend Joe Judge right now or defend what the Giants are doing, bro, I, you, you know what? right? go ahead. Just ask him the question, please. I'm going to shut up.
0: Okay. Like TK said, Sean, you're a Giants fan, so I'm eager to hear your take on this as well. How can the New York Giants justify bringing back Joe Judge? I
5: see. The trolls are out tonight. TK, we've made the playoffs more recently than you. And Jerry Judy also had zero touchdowns. PC, you have one Super Bowl ring. And Miles Sanders also had zero touchdowns. Trey, we beat you on the Super Bowl twice. You stink. Tolo, you're not. You a always
4: fan. hold on to you're that, bro. We've won show. three since we played y'all, and you y'all are won a zero. On
5: no. to Joe Joe. The equivalent of touchdowns
4: person. your wide receivers scored.
5: I'm going to be the only person here who has an objective 2010 was over statement.
4: ten years ago.
1: Right.
5: I don't know. Stop holding on to, the, to the, the past. You are casual, Tolo. I don't know. Nah, what you're just you're, you're you're holding on to the past, Sean. That's what you. 2010, Tolo. Who won the year in 2010?
3: Whatever. What? however long uh-huh. It was. Uh-huh. Okay. Twenty-two okay.
5: thousand twelve. What whatever. That is what I thought. Tola. That's Anyways, good. an objective statement. If you guys do want to know the actual story of what happened today with the Giants, I'll try to give it quick. Well, we don't Joe care. So. met with the players. He said, as of right now, I am currently the head coach. I'm going to go through a meeting. He met with the ownership. I don't know if he's still meeting with the ownership. I doubt it. I'm sure the meeting ended. The Giants are going to hire a general manager. They've they've requested to interview many candidates, many of which I'm a fan of. That candidate that is hired will make the decision on whether or not to keep Joe Judge. If they do decide to keep him, it'll be a one-year trial one, and he'll be gone the next year. If not, we will hire somebody new, probably from wherever the new GM is from as well. I don't know what else I have to respond to. Um, You're all trolls. Um, Trying to remember what else I need to say. I think that's it. You're all trolls.
2: Shameless. Sean, do you let me ask Sean a question real quick. Sean, and I want—I want you to be non-biased, okay?
5: Do okay. you think
2: any head coach is breaking their necks to be to be like the coach of the Giants, or, like with the situation going on there? A like, serious
1: question. TK, TK, I want to ask i want to add to that question. Did do you, you think wait, any...
5: You mean general manager or head coach?
2: General manager, and then okay. so okay. So let's say uh, general manager. Well, TK, no, 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 head not head even no, no head coach, head coach. Because let's say uh, you do you do fire Joe Judge, right? Which I think would be the right decision. Or if you do run it back with him one year, I also think that would be an okay decision. Now, let's say that Joe Judge gets fired. Do you think there's any head coach out there who, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Who, who will literally be like, oh, my God, this is the perfect situation for me. This is the job I want. Like, do you think anybody, any head coaches out there are breaking their necks to be, like, the Giants head coach? Like, for a reason like I have to
1: uh, which quarterback do you think could come out free agency or even in the draft that would want to be the quarterback for the New York Football? Like there's, just
2: a, okay. there's just so many questions
5: for the Giants, man. The general manager will come first. If they are given control over head coach and quarterback, it is a very attractive job. General managers want draft picks. The second most draft draft, draft this year, behind the New York Jets. Very, that's very attractive. The head coach is probably going to be paired with the general manager. So, for example, let's say we hire Joe Shane from Buffalo, their assistant general manager. He would likely bring in Brian Dabble with him. And PC, to answer your question, assuming we can't get a Russell Wilson or a Sean Watson, let's say they go somewhere else, or in Russell Wilson's case, he stays in Seattle. Um, I would guess Mitchell Trubisky because of his connection to Brian Dabble. Oh,
2: God. Oh, God. You want,
3: Mitchell I don't know
5: if you're team. expecting a franchise quarterback in free agency, but it's going to be a stop cap to compete with Daniel Jones and possibly investing in the second round of the draft. MPC, to answer the second part of your question, I do not want to draft a quarterback in the first round. It is not a good quarterback draft class. So, At you point. really
2: get So, you're really giving up on Russell, on Russell Wilson,
0: huh? I didn't say this. All right, guys, we're gonna go ahead and move on. Um, We're going to go ahead and start with college football. So tonight there will be a newly crowned national champion. The Georgia Bulldogs, who are 13-1, and take on the Alabama Crimson Tide, also 13-1. and So who do you have winning? How much pressure is on Kirby Smart? And does Nick Saban face any pressure? So we're going to go ahead and go with everybody on this one. PC, let's start with you.
1: Um, So this game is actually going on. At the time of this recording, uh, it's about to be halftime. Um, I do want to get everybody's uh, you know predictions, and we can come uh, go back to this uh, question at the end of the episode um, to fill everybody in. It's currently nine three Alabama. It's a real defensive battle right now. Um, my money is still on Alabama to win it. I learned my lesson from last year. Um, don't bet on Nick Saban. Uh, don't bet on Nick Saban. Uh, Kirby Smart owned four in his entire career. Don't bet against on against or Nick don't Saban. bet against. Or don't bet against. Sorry. Don't bet against Nick Saban because Kirby Smart is owned four in his career uh, against Nick Saban. And he's been in his shadow his entire coaching career, literally dating back to his days at LSU. Uh, so obviously, Kirby Smart is facing a lot of pressure to succeed and win this football game tonight, but. It's Alabama. It's Nick Saban. They got all the five star recruits, all the five star talent, I'm um, from top to bottom on offense and defense. You know, got great coaching staff. It's Alabama, man. Well, I mean, I don't know what more you want me to say. I lost my hope last year. Um so that's who I got. Yeah. You know, as far as Nick Saban goes, how much pressure is he facing right now? He's probably not even sweating a single bullet right now. Because it's Nick Saban, he's been here multiple times before.
0: All right, TK, what's your take on this?
2: <clears throat> yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I basically agree with what PC said. Um, Nick Saban, I'm going to answer that first of all. He's under absolutely no pressure at all. I mean, he's been there, done that numerous times. The best, the greatest college uh, head coach of all time. I don't think that there's really any question about that. Um, as far as the game, I personally, I always go at Alabama. If they're, in, if Alabama's in a national championship, I'm going to always go at Alabama, um, unless they're going against Clemson and Deshaun Watson. But that's not the case with any of these teams. None of these teams have Deshaun Watson. So um, because of that reason, I mean, to keep my answer short and simple, I expect the uh, Alabama-Crimson Tide to come out of this halftime, and I expect them to absolutely break loose and start scoring some points. Um, I think by the end of this game, you will realize why Kirby why Kirby Smart is under a lot of pressure, but um, I mean, like like PC said, oh, I mean he's on four against Nick Saban, <clears throat> that which is the case for most guys that play Nick Saban. Um, I mean, like I said, Nick Saban is the greatest head coach, is the greatest fo- college football head coach of all time. So um, I think Georgia should just be happy that they're in the national championship game and that they got there. Um, if they win this, I will be shocked. Um, I think a lot of people in the world will be shocked. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have Alabama winning this game. Um, but, yeah, 9-3 uh, is actually a pretty good score. I mean, to hold Alabama to 9 at halftime, that's actually not a, that's actually not a bad thing. But like I said, I expect Alabama to come out in a second half and just absolutely go
6: crazy. All
0: right, Gianni, we're going to go ahead and throw it over to you.
6: Um, I agree with TK PC. Um, I can't bet against Alabama. Um, they're too good, honestly. I just hope this game is like you know close enough, like for exciting finish. But Bama is just a machine. You can't bet against them. Every time you bet against them, they usually like blow the other team out. Like um, last year, I think, or like two seasons ago, Georgia and Bama met in the national championship, and I think um, Georgia was like two point favorites, and and Bama won in overtime was like a crazy finish so I can't bet against Nick Saban um he's the greatest um college coach of all time so he's just it's just hard to be him it's like um when when Brady was with Bill Belichick and trying to you know beat Bill Belichick in the playoffs it's just tough
0: thank you for that I'm gonna go ahead and pick on Sean let's see your take on this
5: Uh, first thing I want to say is prayers up for Jamison Williams. Uh, he was a projected first-round pick, possibly even wide receiver one, and he looks like he tore his ACL in this game. That really sucks. Definitely a big hit for him, his stock. Maybe this means he comes back to Alabama for a year. I don't know, but prayers up to him. Um, for the game in general, I think, I think the pressure is definitely on Kirby Smart more than it is Nick Saban. This was supposed to be Georgia's year with their, I can say, generational defense. They, them starting off 13-0. and 0. Kirby Smart not always having the advantage over. This was supposed to be their year to win the national championship. This is their year to do it. They need to win this. Uh, so the pressure is definitely on Kirby. Uh, it's on George's P- defense. It's on Seth and Bennett, who I don't think is very good. I don't think he should be even playing right now. But he's their starting quarterback. They're relying on him. He's going to need to make some plays.
0: All right, Trey, let's hear your talk.
4: I think we all pretty much expect Alabama to get this W they're the better team uh they beat Georgia recently like three weeks ago maybe last month uh I think that more pressure is on Kirby Smart just because how they started off they started off fast they was undefeated and then I believe they got their first loss to Alabama if I'm not mistaken so I mean Nick Saban Crimson Tide they've been in this position before like pretty much every year to be honest so they know it's just another day at the office for them. More pressure is on uh, Kirby Smart in Georgia. Fans are still waiting for that championship that they're never going to get. No time soon. Dylan, all y'all in the chat, y'all, y'all I'm talking to y'all. Y'all suck. Y'all will fold. And it's inevitable tonight. I mean, look at what's happening now. 93 still probably, I believe. Another day at the office for Alabama. Another day at the office. What more can you say when it's Nick Saban?
0: All right, and Tolu, what's your take on this?
3: Alabama's going to win. They're clearly the better team. And the few, and future Baltimore Raven, Will Anderson, the best edge
5: rusher in the country, is playing this game. So, of course, they're going to win. Tolu, please explain to me how the Ravens are going to get a top three player in the draft.
3: EDC will find a way.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much, Sean. I'm so glad you said it, because if I would have said it, I would have said it very rudely.
0: So thank
3: you. They're good. If we're going to find a way.
1: Um, sure, buddy. <laughs> All
0: right. That concludes our questions for tonight. Um, I really appreciate everybody's input. Thank you, everybody, for um, putting your input. So we're going to move on to the next segment, um, and it's going to be TK's tier list, week 18. So... Let's go ahead and get into that.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the week. PK's tier list, three losers, three winners. It's going to be a good one this week. So this week, I'm going to start with the losers. PC, I'm sorry, man. But the first one has to be the Indianapolis Colts and Carson Wentz. And I'm actually, we're going to do it different this week. I'm going to let you guys, I'm going to let you guys talk so we can get through this a little quick. I'm going to let you guys talk after. But I'm going to give you my three. I was
1: worried. I thought you were going to say the Eagles at first.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. no. I wasn't going to say the Eagles. But he has Eagles ties, so maybe. But, yeah, Carson Wentz, man, um, really cost him that game. I know you feel a little different. We talked about it a little earlier. I know you feel a little different. I'll let you talk about it a little bit. But I'm just going to talk about it from my point of view. I just feel like Carson Wentz looked like the player that we criticized Carson Wentz of being when he was in Philadelphia. Um, And it was not good at all. Um, I mean, I mean, he cost them the playoffs, bro. I mean, that's the easy. That's that's a, that's the a nicest way I can say it. He cost them the playoffs in a year that they look, that they looked like they should be in the playoffs. And I, and I think Gianni might have actually said the coach I think one. I'm not. I'm not. Gianni, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. But I think you actually picked the Colts. I don't know if it was a hot take or maybe we had a segment. But you said the coach could get far if they can get there. Yeah, should have got there, that's- man. Should have. Go ahead, Gianni. Go ahead.
6: I said uh, the Colts in a hot take that they were going to get to the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs. There you
2: go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. And Carson Wentz cost him that game, man. He cost him the playoff chance. I see Trey over here. He's smiling. He loves it. Um, Like I said, I'm going to let you guys talk about it. towards the end. Um, So let's get on to the second loser, the Chargers, man. We talked about them a little earlier, but the Chargers have to be on this list. Head coach cost him that game, man. Like I said, I, I picked a couple of other players that also made some boneheaded plays. And like I said, had they make these plays and had they or had they not make these plays or make these plays. I mean, we could be, we could be completely having a com- different conversation right now. But unfortunately, that's not a conversation we're having. Um, the famous saying that that me and, and the Raiders fans say in the chat charges will charge your man. Simplest way to put it, man. And yesterday, that's exactly what they did. Um, charges are always so close. But yes, so far. And it's because of the charges. They do it to themselves. Um, third loser. Tolu. Sorry, man. Gotta be, it has to be. I mean, you lost to Big Ben, bro. No, no, understand You lost no, to I, Ben I understand. I understand.
3: I understand. My
2: third loser, my third loser is the Ravens, man. No. Um, yeah. I understand. Regardless, it, 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 I think it, what, what makes it worse is that you guys lost in overtime, but this was a game that you guys could have won totally. Like, you guys could have won. No, this
3: like, Tyler Huntley sold this game. Like, he totally sold
2: game. And Tolo, I'm gonna let you talk about that towards the end, bro. Because I'm glad you said that. Because I don't understand how Tyler Huntley had this superman, Batman, wait, Spider-Man wait, 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 type, KK, of KK, KK. type of KK. superhero KK. type of I know exactly what you're gonna say. I do, know what so. you're gonna say, Sean. <laughs> Shut up. Shut <laughs> up, <laughs> Sean.
3: I get it. He's not a first, he's not worth a first round pick. You don't need to you don't need to cut <laughs> my wound. Okay. <laughs> Tolo, I get
2: it. Totally, you did it to yourself, man. You was really out here shouting first round pick for this man. We were trying to tell you no, he's not that. But
1: He called you out. He called TK out on it, too. Crazy. No, he's he's so
2: like it. It's just so so weird to see this man have such a magical game. Like, he had a superhero game just two weeks ago, Tolu. Tolu. And then to just have the... No, the thing that
3: just makes me mad the most is that T-Sizzle was in the building, bro. We lost with T-Sizzle in the building, bro. Like... Could you – and the Steelers surreal, were sense. literally dancing in our locker room. Like, Ray Lewis and T-Sizzle are tur- – like, literally – they're literally shaking
2: their heads right now.
3: That's I mean, not Ravens it, you
2: football. You lost, you lost in front
3: of – So am it's I. Not,
2: it's really not. And, I, look, I understand there's no Lamar Jackson and all of the injuries, but I just still feel like – We had a day, chance
3: was, to win it. that game. Yeah, absolutely. I just feel –
2: I just feel like at the end of the day, you still play the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was the game you should have won. Now, yeah. let's go to the winners of the week, man. Cause, I mean, there's some, it's some, it's some good ones on this list. So, pains me to say this, but I have to do it. The Raiders. Um, a lot of us did not have the Raiders making the playoffs. And the Raiders literally, they they everything that the Raiders needed to do to get in the playoffs, they absolutely did these last couple of weeks, man. Um, great play from Derek Carr lately. And, and shout out to the special teams turned head coach. Like, his story is absolutely incredible. I, I personally, me personally, I think you, you guys need to give this guy another year at, at a run for it because, I mean, he got you guys in the playoffs. With everything that you guys, that the Raiders have dealt with this year, this man still found a way to get these guys in the playoffs. Go ahead, PC.
1: I do want to say, uh, I don't even know his name. It's it's uh, Rick, Rick, Rick something. Um, well, whoever he is, he is the first interim head coach to lead his team to the playoffs since an Oilers head coach did it back in, like, the 70s, which is insane.
2: And ladies and gentlemen, I I want you to know, he didn't say the Houston Texans. He said the Houston Oilers. So if you know your history of the NFL, that is an extremely old team. Your parents might not have even been born yet, bro. Like, that's how old that team is. That's crazy. I mean, got to give it up to the Raiders, man. I personally, like I said, I think this head coach—he needs another season at uh, being the head coach. Because, like I said, if he can do—if he, if he can do what he did with this year, imagine him having a full offseason and a full season of what he can do. I with think this he team. should
5: be getting more Coach of the Year hype.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean,
5: it might be held every, against him that he didn't coach for a full season, but he did everything that he could. And I just think, from
2: from bro, like, thought from Henry Ruggs to. Firing players because what they were posting on, on, on social media about guns and, come, and and all these threats. So I'm not even going to say the head coach's name anymore because I, I just don't feel like he even needs to be said. But the head coach, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, just everything, bro. And a, a special teams coach was able to do this, bro. That's incredible. Like, that's incredible. You've got to give this guy another chance, man. I mean, if they don't, if Jim Harbaugh is there, I, not Jim Harbaugh, but if, yeah, if Jim Harbaugh is there, I completely understand. I mean, if he if he wants to sign with the Raiders, you absolutely sign him. But if not, I mean, none of these names out there really, really, really excite me that the Raiders are interviewing. So because of that, like I said, man, just 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 resign this dude, man. I mean, I would have absolutely no problem with that. Um, Number two, simply just for the fact that they're the number one seed in the in the AFC. Got to be the Titans, man. I had I had to talk about the Titans. Um, I. 100% 100% did not think we would be talking about the Titans being number one at the end of the they
1: season. They called me a map, man. They told, we did. We they did. told me that I was crazy for saying trust the Titans, but we now look. We
2: We absolutely did. My, that's my co-host PC. You're 100% right, bro. I apologize. I was wrong. Because I can honestly, I can admit when I'm wrong, and I can tell you right now, I did not think I would be sitting here at the end of the season saying that the Titans are the number one team of the AFC. 100% no questions asked. I did not think that. I don't think any of us thought that besides you.
4: Gianni, did you think it? Sean, did you think it? Trey, did you think it? Total, did you think it? Because I didn't. I'm asking.
3: No, I that. thought they I were think. done. I mean, I, mean, Henry I didn't think right
4: that they stayed number one seed in the season, but they're going to get bounced yeah. off in the playoffs, so I'm not really worried too much. So, I mean, I mean, you think, you think I... they go home the first round?
1: Mm-hmm. They don't play do first do round.
4: Or second round. Sorry, second mm-hmm. round. Or second round. It depends on, depends on who they play.
1: But... They're getting Derrick Henry back for that game.
4: Oh yeah, right. I hear that. They got him back last time in the playoffs and lost.
1: All I'm yeah. saying is Mike Frabel, who by the way should be a coach of the year finalist this year, he's gotten them this far. He's gotten the one seat for them. So I think that they could they have a very good chance of making the AFC championship game, especially with Derek Henry being back.
2: But I mean I, I don't I, I mean like like Trey said, it really depends on who they play. Um mm-hmm. Who 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 are the teams that they could play? Gianni you're the football. Player. Probably or the Bengals if they Yeah, the Bengals Raiders. most yeah. likely. Yeah. So yeah, probably, probably the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they I think they could be, I, I think they can win that game. Yeah.
6: I I just it's like the
4: highest seed plays the lowest seed so I, and then the world, middle seeds play each other. So I think just they could beat the, the Raiders, Raiders
6: and the Patriots at Titans. Like yeah, if
3: they, they could get
6: the Raiders beat the Patriots Yeah, I think they can. I think they can. I think
2: they'll struggle against the Patriots, but I think they can definitely beat the Bengals.
3: I I
6: think the Bengals...
2: I think they can definitely beat the Raiders.
6: I I don't know about the Bengals. The The Bengals, like, if they can beat them in the playoffs.
2: Here's my thing. Here's my thing with the Bengals, bro. First-year head coach in the playoffs. Uh, First-time head coach in the playoffs, I should say. First-time quarterback in the playoffs. You still got a rookie wide receiver. And it's just, it's, just, it's just a bunch of guys that is, this is their first time there, De'Anne. That's my thing. Like, I honestly, look, I, I, have the, I have the Bengals beating the Raiders. And that adds on to the experience. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I just don't see the Raiders as as a threat because I, I just don't see the Raiders as a threat in the playoffs, man. I just don't. The defense has gotten terrible. The defense has gotten worse as the, as the weeks have gone on in the NFL. I mean, they started really good. But as the season has gone on, they've gotten worse. And Derek Carr had a... Let's not act like Derek Carr had the best game yesterday. He had a pretty good game, but it wasn't yeah. super incredible. And if he plays like that in the playoffs, they're not they're, they're not winning in the playoffs absolutely at all. So, I mean, when you look at it I, from that way, man, I, I, I think the Beagles could definitely beat the Raiders. And I don't care who who the Raiders would have played. I think they were going. Well, go ahead, John.
6: No, because the matchup that I want to see so bad, I think a rematch is Bengals and Chiefs. I want a rematch of that because that is like, Potential fireworks.
2: Who
3: would
6: play home? Would it be the Bengals? Right? Can, no, Kansas City. No, the
3: Chiefs. Oh no, the Bengals would get spanked. They will get yeah, the spanked. Ba-
6: yeah, yeah, we're not, yeah. If the they're Bengals going to
3: Arrowhead. Home, they're the Chiefs are not losing that game.
2: Yeah, if the Bengals play home, I, I'll be having a different opinion. But yeah, if they're playing at Arrowhead. No, nah, they're gonna get spanked. I don't see them winning there. Yeah, they're gonna get. I don't know if they get spanked, but they definitely lose.
3: Plus, they have. They're um, gonna like. They're gonna like. They're gonna, they know about Jamar Chase now too, because Jamar Chase cooked them last time. So that's have to double him team him or
6: something. I don't yeah. know. But then you
2: still got T Higgins.
6: Yeah, Higgins. Yeah, you got to
3: give up something, man. Yeah, you got to give up the something. The Bengals like wide receiver, the Bengals
6: have one of the best wide receiving groups. That's but what you, I know. Know, you want to know something five. about yeah. Kansas City? What? Um, lately, they're giving up too much runs. Like, like, um, like they're like I see running backs just going wide open to the end zone. Like did late you guys, like
2: bro, Gianni, Gianni, I'm so glad you said that because did you see how they had Drew Locke looking like White Cool bro? They had this yeah. man looking like Michael Vick out there, bro. That's I a don't concern. know what their their run defense is
3: terrible. So bad, did you just terrible. say White bro. Cool Vic? Yes,
2: yes, he yes. said White Cool Vic. <laughs> Dude,
3: We really gonna bro, let that bro. slide?
2: Yes, we are. But, bro, like, no, like, Gianni, I'm I'm honestly glad you pointed out the run. That's why I don't have the – that's why I told you earlier in the – and I told you many times in the podcast, I do not have the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl because of that exact reason. Their run defense is atrocious, bro. Good luck against Joe Mixon. Good luck against Joe Mixon. Good luck.
6: Imagine if, if Derrick Henry way. is healthy and they mean the championship game, maybe the Titans could get to the Super Bowl. These are two Who teams, knows?
2: exactly. These are two teams that can run it down the T throat, and they will literally win this game strictly from the run. The quarterbacks don't even have to have spectacular games. The other can team that, that can run,
6: the other team that can run the football pretty well is the Patriots.
2: Absolutely, Patriots. might Yeah, be the they best. got they amazing. Actually, they actually might, if we're out of all the teams we're talking about, they might be the best because they have so many threats. They have three threats. They have three of them. They have three running backs that are pretty good, bro. Yeah. So I mean, you can make a game plan to stop a Derrick Henry, or you can make a game plan to stop a Joe Mixon, but you're not making a game plan to stop the three of the Harris.
6: You just have to find a way to make Matt Jones Stevenson. beat you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But that's, that's tough. Bro. Exactly. But yeah.
2: And then and then and then a name, Deanna, we, we haven't even mentioned a name yet. Bill Belichick. I mean, he's yeah. still gonna his game plan is just gonna be incredible, bro. So he'll be able to stop all these people. But man, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. Last W though I mean I think it's pretty obvious. The Steelers uh, we talked about it pretty much so we don't really have to <laughs> talk about it too too much. But like I, yeah, I told you I'm sorry man. But like I said man Mike Tomlin second greatest head coach in the NFL it's not even close. I don't care who you name. I think to he's the better best, in my opinion because nah, he's never he's had not, a good season like, he's right, there, like he, he's right up there man.
3: Like he's right up there
2: Yeah absolutely he's up there but he's not better than Bill Tolu. if you're saying he's better than Bill no he's not
3: no, better than Bill. No, but he's he's definitely top yeah. three. Like, yeah, he's, he's the only he's, Steeler. I he's like. two. That's it.
2: He's two. He's two. Man, like I said, Steelers are like. It's, it's it's just the fact that nobody, none of us thought the Steelers would be here, bro. Mike Tomlin is just he just keeps doing it, man. He keeps doing it year after year after year after year. And I think we all need to realize that when Michael, when Mike Tomlin actually gets a good quarterback again, whether it's in the draft or whether. It's I don't think it happens, but whether maybe they can get a a, 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 court, a pretty decent quarterback to sign with the Steelers. I mean, this is going to be a team that we're talking about in the playoffs every single year again. And we're not going to have doubts about that team anymore. Yeah, they get a good quarterback. yeah they're
3: going to compete I mean, Mike,
2: with us. That's it. Absolutely, Mike, Mike Tomlin is just that dude. He's just like that. Um, like I said, man, we need, to, we need to start talking more about Mike Tomlin, bro. Mike Tomlin needs to be talked about more. We talk about Bill a lot. We talk about Sean McVay for whatever goddamn reason. And and Andy Reid deserves to get talked about, of course. I'm just naming coaches that I just hear a lot of. Um, and, like, even Mike McCarthy in Dallas. Like, we hear his name more than we hear Mike Tomlin. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem, bro. So, yeah, those are my three W's and three L's for the week. If you guys have anything to say, go ahead, Tolu. Um, I'm pretty sure you got something to say about the Steelers, man, or unless you already said what you have to say. No,
3: the Steelers are uh, Mike Tomlin. Congrats. He, he's congrats. He's a great head coach. Uh, he's the only Steeler I will ever respect. I do not respect any other Steeler on that team. But um, yeah. Good job Steelers. You
2: got us. Sean, we'll I have back, a question. Though. Yeah, what's up?
5: Okay. Yeah. Do
2: who do you Okay, so two questions actually. Do no, the first question. Do you think are you do you think the Steelers are going to take a quarterback in the draft? And two, do you think it's going to be Kenny Pickett? Yes. And
5: yes. If I had to guess. Like, obviously, there's still so much process to go through. They could like other QBs. They could sign a quarterback in free agency. They could trade for a quarterback. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. But if I had to guess right now at this second who will be Pittsburgh Steelers starting quarterback next year, I would guess Kenny Pickett.
2: you think he'll be successful with Mike Tomlin?
5: I think he can be competent. I can. I think he can be better than pretty much any of the quarterbacks they've had. The, better than Mason Rudolph, better than Josh Dobbs, better than the last few years of Ben Robinsberger, I think he can be better than that. Can he be an elite quarterback? Can he win them a Super Bowl? Does that remains <laughs> to be seen.
2: So, nine, so, you, so anywhere from 8 to 10 wins a season? Yeah, or, something well, like that. Something like that, okay. Alright. With that being said, thanks everybody for giving their takes and thanks everybody for giving their comments. You know I appreciate it every week. That's going to be it for TK's tier list. Until next week.
0: Thank you, TK. Um, That was a great segment. We're gonna go ahead and move on. So we're gonna go into the segment off the top rope, and we're gonna go ahead and go with PC and Trey on this one.
4: PC, you're on mute, old man. You're boy. on
2: mute. You're on mute.
1: Hey, oh dumbass
4: boy.
0: You do that like
2: every, every <laughs> You do that like every week, bruh. You
1: know every what? Every week.
4: PC's
3: really it is old, what it bro.
1: Is. PC's
4: washed, man. He really is.
1: I'm not old or washed. I'm tired.
4: You're Michael Cole, and I'm Pat McAfee. <laughs>
1: uh, I think, I think, I think you should shut the hell up and let me do the intro. Know your role, Jabroni. Um, anyways, off top real time with PC and Trey. Uh, I told y'all last week and last previous weeks that uh we would be having some new voices for this segment. And ladies and gentlemen. From RPW itself, our wrestling group chat, we are bringing on Piss Stevenson, aka Chris Love, to WHS Podcast. Chris, welcome. Welcome Thank to the a- crazy little off the top rib segment. Yo. What's Thank up, Chris? You.
7: What's up? What's
1: up? All right, boys. Why so- if- uh, okay. See, they're already trolling. See, they do this, <laughs> Chris and Trey. They do this thing where they're like a trolling tag team. I don't, I don't, even know, they have to have like a tag team name or something. I'm sure they'll come up with something sometime this week. Um, but anyways, uh, for the show, uh, for the uh segment this week, uh, I want to pose a question to the both of you. Um, so we've been talking about the four pillars of AEW. We all know the four pillars of AEW: Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. Uh, who is current one half of the AEW Tag Team Champions. Sammy Guevara, current interim TNT Champion. You also have Darby Allen along with Maxwell Jacob B. MJF. Um, And that's a great, you know, cornerstones, four great cornerstones for AEW. Um, But we never talk about the four pillars of NXT. Uh, Oops. Ignore that. (laughs) We never talk about... (laughs) <laughs> no, that was that was the timer, That's timer going uh, But we never talk about the four pillars of NXT, uh, and I would say those were the guys from the NXT Takeover War Games match that represents the newer of NXT 2.0, and that is current NXT champion Braun Breaker, who did defeat uh, Tommaso Champion, uh, Champa at <laughs> New Year's Evil uh, for the belt. Uh, current North American champion and Cruiserweight Champion, Carmelo Hayes, Tony D'Angelo, and everybody's favorite heel to heat, Grayson Wilder. Um, So, I want to pair these eight gentlemen up against each other. The four pillars of XC versus the four pillars of AEW. Who are you guys taking? Chris, you're our guest. You go first.
7: All right, well, I appreciate you letting me go first, but I think... I'm gonna I'm gonna take the four pillars of AEW because not only do you have someone like Sammy Guevara, which you already know how he is, and you have someone like yeah uh, you, ha- you have MJF. No nobody in NXT compares to MJF. That that's that's my case right there. Like that's MJF my- on the mic, amazing. Like he gets so much heat. Like not as much as uh. What was his face? I forgot his name already. The dude you just said, but <laughs> Yeah, yeah, him. See, I don't even remember his name, but I remember MJF's name. So that that that's who I'm going with the four pillars of uh, AEW.
1: That's fair. That's fair, Trey. Oh, look who's muted now! Yeah, yeah. Look who's muted now. <laughs> mute now. Crazy how that. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: PC. I know you enjoyed that, but like I was saying, Chris, it's hard to forget someone's name who's only has three letters in it. So that's one thing. Another thing, I don't really care for AEW like that because I'm not a con-sexual like y'all, Chris, uh, Cam, but I think I'm gonna go with AEW too. Like it's hard to go against Carmelo Hayes because Melo doesn't miss and Braun Breaker is breaking out this year. So that's great to see, but I don't like Grayson Waller. I also don't like that PC likes him, so that's another thing why I don't like him. Uh, To continue on my point, MJF, great heel. To be honest, some people might not agree with this. Don't know. Don't care. But he's the Miz of AEW. He is. He is. He has a look. He has the act. He has the mic skills. I can see the comparisons. I mean, can't go wrong with that. But I choose AEW right now.
1: Um. So I, I I actually thought about this this question because if I had to you know these if I had to pick between a match between these eight guys, um I think it'd be a lot closer than what a lot of people are you know, give, uh, thinking about it for like we all know the poor brothers AEW like all four of those guys are wonderful talents, but by themselves like they're all going to be future AEW world champions one day without a shadow of a doubt, um. When I look at the poor Pillaros of XC, Ron Breaker, he's already an XC champion. Personally, I think he's the guy that should dethrone Roman Reigns for the Universal title. Make a new megastar right there. Carmelo Hayes is only the second uh double champion in XC history right next to Keith Lee. Um and you have you know Tony D'Angelo, who I think could be a you know big time role player uh for the main roster in the years to follow. As well as Grayson Waller who really this guy's the limit for him as long as they can figure out, you know, how to handle him properly because he is a great heel. He is a great heel. I think he, he gets a lot of slack because, you know, of how he got that nuclear heel heat. But I think the best kind of heat is the kind of heat that maybe people, you know, when they look on the screen they don't want to see, you know, or even Adore you. They want to punch you in the face. And I think that's pretty good heat. If I had to take. Uh, you know. If these guys were in the match. I think I would go with the four pillars. XC. However. If I had to choose overall, Kim John
7: PC. If
1: I had to. If I had to choose overall. I'm going with the four pillars of AEW. Because. The overall talent that they have. Is a lot better than. Well, not a lot better, but you know, I think outweighs the talent of four pillars of NXT. Um, I, I I think
7: I think your take is uh, horrible.
1: Thank you. Chris. I think. Um, the group chat. Well,
7: to... for yeah, well, I won twelve of the year. Twelve of the year for a reason, pal.
1: This is true. This is true. Um, but anyways, so let's move. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, we gotta talk about the first annual TBS Women's champion. It was especially crowned. The TBS tournament especially on the wraps. The final was Ruby Soho, Trey's pick, taking on Jade Cargill. Um, and you know, I, I love I love me some Jade Cargill. I know Chris and Trey love them some Jade Cargill. And best believe Jade Cargill is the first annual cbs Women's champion she defeated ruby soho by nefarious means had some help from uh, mercedes martinez but uh you know uh Jane, a
4: win is a win
1: wins a win first ever cbs Women's champion she got to celebrate with a dollar after the match as well a pretty wholesome moment um and personally i think it's the right choice uh, you know that's a whole megastar right there you know superstar in the making without a doubt
7: uh I don't. I don't. I wanted Ruby Soho to win. I wanted her to win because really she went through so yeah. Because she went through so much with WWE and all that shit and getting released and you know whatnot. And I think she deserved to be the first ever now, uh, to hold that title.
1: I can. But I can. Like, I can get with that. I can get with that.
4: Compelling point, Chris. But I see why they had Jade when she has been there longer than Ruby Soho has. Also. It's just Jade Cargo. I mean, he's a breakout well, I mean, star soon to come.
7: That's Ruby true. Soho will it's give her time. Jade Cargo has been there longer, but you think about like uh, someone like Brian Danielson. His first match, pretty sure it was his first match was against Kenny Omega, which it was. for that to be his first match and uh, he get that opportunity, and then Ruby Soho. Um, just still be in the company for, like, a little bit of time, longer than Brian Danielson, but still lose. I mean, granted, she did go all the way, but I I just think she deserved it more.
4: Now, Chris, PC, conspiracy theory, hear me out. What if Jade Cargill only won because Tony Khan was tired of the diversity scandal? What if he was tired of it and he said, if I make her champion... It'll all go away. That, and, well, that's
1: a very Vince right. man
4: move.
1: That's that's a conspiracy theory that I don't want to believe, but it's one of those conspiracy theories that you might have to look, dive deeper into at 2 in the morning. But um, I digress. I digress. So let's get into the last topic for Up to Up Road this week. Uh, so there's been uh, recent reports that WWE is trying to do a forbidden door angle. Um, now for the Royal Rumble, so it was already announced last week on Friday Night SmackDown that Impact Knockout Champion Mickey James will be in the Women's 30 Woman Royal Rumble match. Um, they even mentioned her being Knockout Champion and everything, something that we all know WWE rarely ever does. Um, and now there have been reports about them possibly trying to bring in a Forbidden Door wrestler uh, to add to the men's Royal Rumble. Uh, so now I pass the question off to you guys. You have one chance to bring back one wrestler that WWE has released in the last two years. And it doesn't have to be just for the Royal Rumble. What is one wrestler that you will bring back to WWE that they have released?
4: All right, so PC, can I do for Royal Rumble and then for main roster? That's fair. Save less. Also, WWE is down bad for having to reach out to Mickie James. That just goes to show you how bad the women's division is right now. We need Sasha. We need Alexa Bliss, sadly. We need Asuka. We need Bailey, But I digress on that. So for the Royal Rumble, who better to bring back for this one moment other than Braun Strowman. Now, hear me out. You are, say it. We all know he has his success in the Royal Rumble in previous years. He won the first greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia in 2018. He is good. I would love to see him and Omas go at it. It would be better than Omas and Shanky because Shanky is stanky. He is not good. He sucks, okay? <laughs> Just put it to you that way. He sucks. So, that's my pick for Royal Rumble. I pick for the main roster. I don't know about y'all. We got to get PC, I know who you would pick, actually. But we got to get Bray Wyatt back on the scene, man. I miss Fireflies Funhouse. Mm. I don't know about y'all. But I miss y'all Bra- I yeah. miss the team that would own. He carried WWE when they was in the Thunderdome era. Carried them. Yeah,
7: That's
4: this good. is true.
1: Chris,
7: I. This one's real tough for me, you know, because they've released a lot, and I mean a lot, of yeah. uh, talented—not not all talented, because some of them I don't even know who they are—but a lot of talented wrestlers, and I—I um, I just I don't know. I know for Royal Rumble, like I'll do the two picks that Trey did, because if not, I'm gonna throw a fit. For the Rumble, I would have to say Samoa Joe, because they don't know how to use him once I I don't want to like be you know an a-hole but once Vince like croaks kicks the bucket or whatever um if Triple H takes over I and if Samoa Joe is there at any point I know Samoa Joe is going to do outstanding because Samoa Joe is such an outstanding wrestler uh he's great in ring on the mic he just all around has it all and uh, to talk about what Trey was talking about earlier with Braun Strowman, just because he did uh, like he, he did a lot of um, main event things doesn't mean he's good. Sorry,
4: pal. He's not, he's not a good
7: wrestler. He's not he a good owns. wrestler, man.
4: He owns. No, no. No, no. no, he, no. no. he even had – Shotzi he isn't had, a good wrestler.
7: No, okay. Well, yeah. Shotzi is not a good wrestler. I, yeah. But – Braun Strowman is literally just a big guy that can run around fast. That's pretty much it. Well he owns.
1: Um both compelling answers from the both of you. Um if I had to bring back one wrestler for the Royal Rumble, men's Royal Rumble specifically, i'm thinking in my head, who is somebody that WWE would love to have and is a forbidden door type of wrestler? Everyone keeps thinking AEW wrestler, all the way, but they're collaborating with Impact. And that's me to my Royal Rumble entry, Josh Alexander. Y'all know who Josh Alexander is. He's kind of been carrying Impact on his back for the last year and a half now. And, you know, it's been some pretty big name rivalries, uh, including for the uh, world title there. I think Josh Alexander has everything um you know all the talent in the world to be not only successful in impact but all around the world wherever he goes and i think he'd be he'd get a pretty nice pop i, I think there are a lot of people that would you know take a liking to josh alexander including ben Van himself if he were to debut in the Royal rumble now as far as the main roster goes i think i would have to go somewhere where i don't think y'all would expect but i think someone that i think uh That WWE really liked However They just didn't have anything for him Towards the end of his run That person is Buddy Murphy Um, Buddy Murphy I think He had the look He had the in-ring skills He had the mic skills And all I could think about In my head was that match they had With Roman Reigns on Smackdown Um, And he just He stole the show man he really did seal the entire show. Uh, Tom Phillips's uh, match uh, or call on that match, where he was like, "The secret's out." Uh, it just sticks in my head because that was supposed to be the breakout match for you know a guy like Billy Murphy, who's, I think going to be a star for WWE. But uh, unfortunately, plans just fell through, and he got released from the company. I think if WWE gave him a call again, you know, I think there'd be some more enticing you know options there. And maybe you don't have him be or act like Aaliyah's boyfriend.
4: Yeah, he um, was a simp before they let yeah. him go. Uh, that was, uh,
1: yeah, that was a was a pretty strange angle. Um, but
7: you know, um, Ken, I know I have another person that I would like to see come to WWE. He didn't ever; he was never in WWE. But I want him to come to WWE because in in he's in NJPW. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't understand Japanese, you know? Um and he doesn't really speak Japanese. Um Jay White. I wanna see him
1: oh yeah in the
7: in the WWE or AEW, you know, whatever. Just I think a big company.
1: There. Either.
7: I'm just I'm a big Jay White fan. Like uh, Lake, he can back me up on this. I'm a huge Jay White fan. See him go to WWE or AEW, that would make me like instantly calm.
1: And <laughs> and like, correct me if I'm wrong. He has not He isn't really doing anything in New Japan right now because New Japan has yeah been acting stupid since you know the pandemic first started. Uh, with their booking, uh, Gato. I'm talking to you. Uh, they don't really have plans with <laughs> right Gato. Now.
7: Um, Yeah, he, he hasn't. I haven't seen him. Um, I haven't really been keeping up with NJPW, but I do know about some of that. Um, and I haven't seen him any in any other, you know, um, companies or anything. So maybe he's just a free agent right now. So maybe we will see him in at least AEW. But um, until NJPW gets their act together. Um, I'm boycotting. Boo. <laughs> well,
1: hopefully Jay White, I would love to see him in an AW ring or even a WWE ring. And who knows where WWE even goes with this warp indoor um you know entrance if it even goes through uh as we think it all will. This may very well turn into a yeah, multiverse of wrestling. Maybe Chris Benoit comes through that door. Who knows? Oh, know. Okay, buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, that, you got to be stopped there. That must That must be. Yeah, no. Stop. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Chris Love, a.k.a. Fitz Stevenson from RPW. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on to the show this week. PC,
2: PC, PC. Do you mind if I say a name? I was actually serious when I sent that. I was going to say, what about uh, Keith Lee? How would you guys feel about? Yeah, you know what?
1: That was gonna you be. I'm surprised
2: PC did I was, say gonna, Keith I, Lee. I was yeah, gonna.
1: I was gonna also gonna say, Keith, say Lee.
7: Keith
2: Lee. You know? Yeah, because but
7: when you know, I when I I, I would like to see I would like to see, P- like to see when, Bearcat come back.
2: Yeah, like when PC made me start watching again. Well, he didn't really make me, but I told him I'd start watching wrestling again. He was somebody I was really interested in before he got released. Um, so yeah, that was a name that I just wanted to say. I felt like Keith Lee should be a name that like
1: should be on that <laughs> list. Well, I wouldn't. my should be back. re-signed. Keith Lee T- should honestly be in the WWE Championship scene right now. Yeah,
4: it was it was T- a shock. that got released once TK started watching wrestling again. That is a curse. TK, it's your fault. It's your doing. You're bad. <laughs> what the hell? It's off. your bad.
1: Oh, brother. The trolls are running wild. And
4: also, PC, before we let Chris go, does he not sound like one of the Hardy brothers? He's the long-lost Hardy brother. Chris,
1: come Chris on the camera Arch. real quick, bro. Chris Hardy. Real quick. He actually, you know what? He does look like one of the Hardy brothers. Now that I think about it. Have you ever seen Chris? Well, I am. I am from uh,
7: North Carolina, so
1: yeah, that would make sense. And you got the hair.
7: Yep. Hell yeah, and I got sort of the beard going on too.
4: And right, let's not get carried away there. But it was <laughs> nice having you on, Chris.
1: It was a pleasure.
4: It was. It was <laughs> nice being here, guys.
1: Um.
7: Really got my. Uh, really got my penis hard.
4: And
1: we're done here. TK, yep. He's like the white version. Of it. Let's go. Um, Chris. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll see you later.
6: Yeah,
1: uh, you can leave now. That's off the top rope. This yeah, yeah, okay. with PC and Trey.
3: Um, all right. I'll be thinking about y'all when I jerk off.
1: Okay, buddy. Okay,
3: okay. You can go now. Thank you. What is this man on? is a menace.
2: <laughs> this man is a menace.
3: He's
1: the he's the white version of you, Tolu. So that's what he is. He's Hell clearly what? the white that's, version that's of you.
2: That's exactly what he sounds like. Next up, with
1: the NFL predictions for Super Wild Card Weekend, boys, we had a jam-packed football weekend coming up this week. Trey, how about you start us off?
4: First game we got on the list here, number seven seed Steelers versus the number two seed Chiefs. And the game will be in Arrowhead. So I got to give this game to the Chiefs, man. It's just impossible seeing, like, how you can envision the Steelers going into Arrowhead, taking this game from the Chiefs' hostile environment. And, I mean, last year, they couldn't even beat the Browns in their own stadium in Pittsburgh. So, I mean, we don't, we don't trust the Steelers. Mike Tomlin, great coach. Love what you've done with the team, especially with who you had there. But it's your last game, bro. It's over. Chiefs going to dominate
3: number six seeded Patriots versus the number three seeded Buffalo Bills and I I'm sorry Trey but I feel like the Bills are going to take this Josh Allen is going to have a phenomenal game and he's going to prove to Trey that he's not a fraud he's going to shut Trey up for good
4: this game so I predict the Bills will defeat the Patriots going to be hard to have a phenomenal game because it's supposed to snow and be like 15 degrees or something like that so we'll see oh, yeah
2: all right so next up here ladies and gentlemen we got the number five Raiders versus the number four Bengals and again as a Broncos fan it just pains me to even have to uh, talk about the Raiders and the playoffs because I just did not see them there but with that being said um yeah Raiders you had a very good season man shout out to Derek Carr what you did this season was incredible. Your, the game you had yesterday, like I said, just just not giving it up and doing enough to win the game, and proving people that you can get back to the playoffs. Um, you finally did that, man. But um, it all comes to an end. Um, I believe that I've read something today that says it's going to be about fifteen degrees up there in Cincinnati. I don't. I just don't think that the Raiders are are, are prepared for something like that. Um, to the fact they haven't played in any cold games this season. And often uh, If you're asking me which offense is better, I'm going to take the Bengals' offense over the. Uh, raiders offense and, and and also it's two uh rookie head coaches also that are going into this but me personally i just think that the bingos head coaches has a little bit of an advantage because he's coached this team the entire season whereas the special teams head coach kind of got forced to be the head coach for this team so yeah man like i said raiders congratulations one ten 10 ga- or 10 games this year um great job but like i said it comes basically i'm just going to say the words right out of trades it comes to it end.
6: Next up, um, number seven seed Eagles against number two seed Buccaneers, defending champions. Um, I feel like in this game, uh, I think the Bucs are going to win, um, sadly. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be probably like 26 to 20. Um, I think a last-second field goal in their last drive for the Bucs is going to, to make it too difficult to come back. And I think it's just going to be it's going to be like a battle, I think, to the end. I think the the lack of weapons for Brady is going to hurt them. That is going to be a much closer game than anybody expects.
5: So I've got the uh, number three seeded Dallas Cowboys versus the number six seeded San Francisco 49ers. And I'm not going to lie, I might be a tad biased because I do hate the Cowboys. But I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. To beat Kyle Shanahan, you need to be able to stop the run, and the Cowboys cannot do that. They don't have the linebackers. They don't have the interior defensive linemen. Elijah Mitchell, um, if he plays, I think he's a little bit banged up. Debo Samuel, the Cowboys are not going to be able to stop them. I've got the Niners and Shanahan.
1: And Super Wild Card weekend ends with the number 5 Cardinals- at home looking for a playoff win against the number four seeded los angeles rams two very desperate teams looking to prove themselves to the rest of the league neither of these teams have real momentum going into the playoffs so this game should be really interesting a lot on the line divisional battle in the playoffs it doesn't get any more nfl ish than this um me personally I think I'm going to have to go with the Rams. Um, I think Matthew Stafford finally gets out his cold spell that he is in, um, and he makes not too many Superman-like plays, but he makes the right plays in order to get his team the victory. I'm sorry, Cardinals. Um, You're just too inexperienced to be where you're at right now. Uh, I think the Rams, they pulled out the victory already this season in Arizona, and they will do it once again. And Super Wild Card Weekend will all kick off this Saturday where the Las Vegas Raiders will take on the Cincinnati Bengals at 4.30 Eastern on NBC. Snow, weather, And then it will end on Saturday. Uh, New, York, uh, New England Patriots taking on the Buffalo Bills at 8.15. Then on Sunday, we will have the Philadelphia Eagles as Jalen Hurts looks to pick up his first career playoff win as he takes on TB12. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers one Eastern on Fox, and then we have the Nickelodeon game as well as CBS game. The San Francisco 49ers take on the Dallas Cowboys at 4:40 on um, CBS and Nickelodeon. And ending Saturday night, we'll have the Chiefs looking to defend Arrowhead as they take on the Pittsburgh Steelers on 8:15. And finally, Super Wildcard weekend will end uh, as the Rams take on the Arizona Cardinals on ESPN. At eight fifteen, that's it for Super Wildcard Weekend. Then we go to the divisional round, and that is a whole other breed, ladies and gentlemen. So, let's move on in the podcast to the hot takes of the week, uh, starting with the fan hot take of the week. You can send us your fan hot takes to all of our socials. Uh, we look through all the submissions and we pick the best one for the show this week. So, with all that being said, myself, PC. We'll play the fan hot take for all you lovely people. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's Kamari. And you know I stay in Florida.
3: The best state, the sunny state. And I'm not gonna lie, you can catch me wrecking the Los Angeles Lakers and especially the Johnsonville Jaguars. My hot take, I'm
2: not gonna lie, I don't think the Jags are gonna take k with the first pick, but instead I think I'm gonna go with, you know, an old lineman like Linderbaum, But my my is Evan Neal, you know. They can get Trevor Lawrence's much-needed help back there.
3: And so, you know, we out of the urban era. So this could be promising for our young future.
4: Sean, okay. How second. long ago... Hey, Sean. Sean. How yeah. long ago yeah. did he get out of prison, Sean? Because he sound like he forced <laughs> niggas to do his underwear draws.: Bro. That's, that's the first thing. Number two, number two... Wait, 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 wait,
2: wait. PC, before you go, number two, when we asked for hot takes... We don't ask you to go find a 49-year-old homeless man outside of your house, bruh. That is a grown-ass man. If I have <laughs> God. Sean God. be He's giving
4: nice that man Pop-Tarts him. and toilet paper <laughs> before he go to work. That <laughs> is crazy. That is crazy.
2: But no, no, no. I'll <laughs> just decide, though. I'll just decide. I'll just decide, bro. I can't
6: do it. Dude. <laughs> so, I, I, I have
2: one more question. Sean, what hood? What yeah. hood did you go to and find this man, bro? He sounds like all of my plugs that I've ever had in my life. A grown ass man, bruh. Where did you find him? He is 19 years old. He's in college.
3: Jesus Christ! Are there ain't not- no way that man's 19.
1: There's <laughs> no way. No. His no. voice. That voice. His voice is deeper than Corpse's voice. If you know who Corpse Dog. is, then you then you know his voice is deep. But that voice is. That shit. His that voice was is like deeper than Royalty. His voice, voice.
2: He said. His voice. Look. His voice sounds like pop smoke gone wrong. Like.
1: that's not pop. That's not pop smoke. That's literally pop bass, bro. Like that's pop Tart. Right. That's popcorn.
2: That's popcorn. As far as um, Sean. Thanks. Shout out to your homeboy for sending in the take this week. Thank you very much. Um, I honestly don't think that would be a bad idea i i personally think you don't pass on any of the any of the top two defensive linemen this year but that's just or, or edge rusher i'd say that's just me personally but like i said if you're doing it for a trevor lawrence i mean every you have to do everything to protect trevor lawrence he's your future he's your everything um and depending on what head coach you bring in there i mean this team could have a turnaround season um i'm not i'm not saying they're gonna make the playoffs or anything this year but depending on what head coach you get like i said you got a turnaround season so um and i think that's something to look forward to in the future um, But, I mean, me personally, like I said, I'm taking one of the top two defensive linemen, whichever one I can get, But or edge rushers, I'm sorry. I'm taking one of the top two edge yep. rushers. But, like I said, if you do take an offensive lineman for the protection of Trevor Lawrence, I would have no problem with that at all. So, it's not a bad take.
1: No, not a bad take at all. I think you get as much protection for your franchise as you can. Um, and people forget uh, Travis CTN, he's set to return next year along with uh, um, their other running back as well. I mean, Jacksonville, low-key, they have a couple of good weapons in that offense. It's just a matter of playing – James all
2: Robinson, James Marvin Robinson, Shark, Marvin Jones. Okay, oh, they, just got the, they just got a tight end. I mean, they have a really good team. I mean, if you,
6: yeah.
2: you get some protection for Trevor Lawrence, I completely would have absolutely no problem with that. Because just like I said, Trevor Lawrence is going to be a stud. I mean, this is your future, bro. You got to do everything to protect your future. You don't want a situation like Joe Burrow where you lose him for a year, you know what I'm saying, or something terrible like that. So, um, yeah, definitely get the protection. Right.
5: I'm probably not passing on Kayvon Thibodeau. I think he's arguably the best player in the entire class. However, I think what the best thing that the Jaguars could do is is trade back a couple of spots, maybe around a, the fifth or sixth pick, and then take Evan Neal or Ichimi Kwoner out of NC State, get a left tackle to protect Trevor Lawrence, as your franchise quarterback. So not only do you add extra picks, but you also build on probably your biggest need
1: Alright, well uh let's get to uh, all of our hot takes this week. Um I think I'm gonna start with myself. Uh so for my hot take this week, uh I think I'm gonna give in Yeah, I think I'm gonna give an NBA take. Joel and bean. Been playing out of his mind recently. My Sixers, uh currently on a six game wing streak, I believe. Um, And Bede, he has had at least 30 points in his last five games Uh, He just posted a 30-point triple-double not too long ago Um, So for my hot sake this week is that Joel Embiid Will finally be MVP of the league I think he got robbed last year, not gonna lie Uh, Had it not been for Jokic Um, And personally, Joel Embiid, he's playing like a stud right now I know it's not, you know, he's he's not on the Warriors. He's not sub Curry. He's not Kevin Durant. But Joel Embiid, he's playing like MVP right now, and the team is thriving because of it. So that's my hot take. PC, I'm you
2: sorry, gotta stop. But you're PC, wrong. Wait, you're wait, wrong. Wait, totally, totally. Wait, PC, you gotta stop. PC, you gotta stop. I'm sorry, bro. As a co-host, I have to stop you when you need to be stopped. But let me tell you why you need
1: to. There, there's nothing. There's you, nothing wait, wrong wait, with that hot wait, take. Wait, wait. Nothing okay, wrong. Wait.
2: The way that you know that you are lying to yourself, you even named some players after that you know are better, are playing better than him this year KD, Steph Curry. I'm just naming a few now. Here's why you need to stop my fellow co host, PC Kellerman. PC, you attack attack Trey for doing this same exact thing, man. For Being biased, you cannot be biased. Yeah, it's
1: nothing that you he want. Did me to this with, he
2: did this with Mac Jones. Do you want me if to? That's okay.
1: No, please, re, 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 I, I, I'm
2: gonna let you read it. Here's
1: because I know here's Shaw and B over his last nine games 31 points, 12 rebounds, seven assists, mm-hmm. 31 points, five rebounds, mm-hmm. four assists, 31 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists. 34 points, 7 rebounds, 36 points, 11 rebounds, 36 points, 13 rebounds, 23, 10, and 2, 41, 10, and 5 blocks, 32, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. That's all in his last nine games. That's
2: amazing. And that is absolutely amazing. And Joel Embiid should be in the MVP conversation.
1: Yes. But I am
2: not putting him over Steph Curry. I don't think I'm putting him over Kevin Durant right now. I don't. I just don't think I'm ready to do that. Maybe third on the list right now. Maybe no. Maybe as— no, I mean he's not even
3: he, he's go not even better on. than Demar Derozan right
1: now. Mm, he's two he's and, not and even 0. Better than Demar DeRozan, Derozan right now. Demar
2: Derozan, 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 DeRozan
1: is having a great higher. season. Yo, Joel is DeRozan higher in the NBA. You know what? Joel Embiid. Joel B is two zero against Demar Derozan this year, and includes a game-winning block against Demar Derozan. So,
3: who's the Aren't the Bulls the number one seed in the East right now? Yes, they are. They are the number one seed
2: right now. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, PC. Let's just end it right now. We're gonna let's bring in our NBA guy, Gianni. Is, 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 is Demar Derozan <laughs> has he has he been better than Joel Embiid? I don't think so. But I don't think cra- But I don't think Tolu's crazy for saying it either. I personally think Joel Embiid I, has been better. What do you think?
6: I think it's close, but I have to pick Embiid honestly. Thank. In my opinion, because he's playing impressive numbers and and he's carrying that team. I don't think that team, like, with Alan Beat, I think that team is not that not that good. Probably a playing team, honestly.
3: Facts. I That's, true.
6: Also, That's true. Also, PC, PC, I have a question,
2: and just because I haven't heard anything about it, is there any, like, news on Ben Simmons? Or I haven't heard anything in months.
1: Who knows? Who cares? I certainly don't. Team's thriving right now. That's all I care about. <laughs> all
2: right.
3: What is Ben Simmons doing? Like he's just chilling?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like is he, isn't he
3: getting
2: fined?
1: Yes. Like, yes. So
2: he's just okay. All
3: right. Yep.
1: So yes. You at least got you at least
2: pushed to be traded out then, bro. Like I haven't heard. When are y'all gonna care. trade him, bro? Like I don't think they are, bro. I really, I really now it's a
1: marathon. It's a marathon, it's a marathon uh, not a sprint.
2: At first I didn't believe they were gonna they were like were not not going to trade him. Now I think they're actually not gonna trade him, bro.
1: Like, no, we're still looking. No, we're they're looking.
2: definitely gonna trade him. There's no way they're keeping
1: yeah, him. No, we're definitely still looking, but we're going at our pace, not by his pace. See, that's that's what's that's what you're not getting at about this. That's whole killing
2: pace. him, man. I know and, that's killing him.
1: And I don't care. Frankly, I don't care. Philly fans don't care, Daryl Morey doesn't care. We're not going on Ben Simmons this time, we're going at the Philadelphia 76ers this time. And right now, we don't need Ben Simmons right now. We don't need to necessarily trade, you know, a big chunk of our, you know, roster, you know, away to get a guy that, you know, possibly uh, could come in right now and, you know, change the team. But, you know, we're looking for the right trade right now. And from what I've heard, the Kings, they're back in conversations with us. Celtics are obviously still there with Jalen Brown. The Hawks, shockingly, have been a team to come out uh, to talk about us with Ben Simmons. So... Like I said, I don't care. He can keep getting fined. You know, he recently got engaged. Congrats to him. He's probably chilling right now, getting fined. Probably having his girl pay for his sizzly when he goes to walk. <laughs> <boring. laughs> I don't
3: care. Wow. His girl's kind of wow, bad, though. Wow. I can't even lie. Wow,
2: PC. Wow. That one hurt, Stay right. classy, PC.
1: Wow. Oh, well. Next hot take. Tolu, your hot take. <clears throat>
3: All right, I, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Um, this I'm gonna be. A, I'm gonna do an NBA take two. The um, uh, R- Russell Westbrook. Th- this experience. This experiment is is just a. Uh, is, is it's not working. I mean, uh, what? How many points did you put up last? Year? You put up six points on what? Uh, a, a terrible field goals field goal. I mean, Russell Westbrook. I don't know. Like, w- w- what's gotten into you? This season, I, I expected better from you. You're playing in your hometown. You're playing with I think
2: he was like I think he was like six or twenty two or something like six that. six or twenty two.
3: Like you, you're playing in your hometown. You're playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis. I don't understand why are you stinking up the joint. I mean, like, what, what literally? What I watch you play, it's like it's like it, it's like like it's like watching like. It's like my it's like watching like little leaguers play because you you're just you're just so bad like you turn the ball over a lot uh you 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 don't have you don't have a floater game at all you can't score within five feet of the basket of the you you try to have this patented bench shot like you're Tim Duncan and you end up hitting like the side of the backboard when you do it I don't understand what's wrong with Russell Westbrook like, LeBron is having probably the best season since his Miami days, and what you're doing, you're literally ruining an L- every LBJ masterclass. LeBron had 35 and, what, six-something against the Grizzlies, and what did you do? You're supposed to be his partner because Anthony Davis is out, and you score six points against the Memphis Grizzlies with John Morant literally, literally, like, did, did y'all see the John Morant block? Did y'all see that John Morant block? Like, literally, he had... Like, he was... Flying. Tolu.
2: Tolu. Tolu. Yes. I actually, I stand corrected. I was wrong. He was three for 22.
3: Three for 22? Like, what? Like, I don't understand what's going on with Russell Westbrook. Like, like... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the Lakers are going to do. They, I, what they? I don't know what they're going to do to him. I don't know what they're
2: going to do. This is, it, it I tell, I'll tell you, do, I tell you what we're going to do. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We can't do nothing, bro, because nobody wants Russell Westbrook.
3: No, His trade value do.
2: is absolutely atrocious. Nobody's going to make that trade for Russell Westbrook. Nobody's that desperate. I mean, we're stuck. We're effed. We're, we're like, really? You know, six, you know, three for, the, you know the we're, for we're 22.
3: You're getting paid $40 million to shoot three for 22. You give me forty million dollars and I'll shoot three for twenty two. Are you serious? Three for twenty two. And you're the same. I second mean, option if there's the a, if
2: if all Tolu, totally, if all if all the Lakers are looking for for somebody to go out there and shoot three for twenty two every night, I'll do it for a million. Like we, I mean, hey three, hey, three for twenty. I'll save you forty three million dollars, bro. I'll do it for a million. Unreal, bro. Like oh, I mean Russell God. Westbrook has to go, man. But unfortunately, like Tolu totally No one's crazy. gonna no I mean I I, I agree with your hot take, bro, but like I said, I just I mean, just me being me non-biased, nobody wants. Nobody wants. Just me being non-biased. Nobody wants Russell Westbrook, bro. Like, nobody's making that call. Nobody's that desperate. <sighs> I we, can't I mean, believe I'm I, heard, this. I heard. I, I'm I can't right believe now, I'm saying this, but PC, PC, there's Lakers, you were right. There's you were Lakers right. Fans, there's, La- there's Lakers fans that are saying Russell Westbrook for Buddy Hill. Ha ha ha. Good luck if you take no. that no, Sacramento team no, He's going to pick up that phone call. They're not even going to pick up the call. They're going to hang up and block. Like we're we're, yeah. we're just we're just screwed. We're just screwed. PC was right. I mean.
1: Oh, wait, wait, I, I just, let's, I want to move on to the next hot take, but I just want to hear you say that one more time, Tolu. What'd you say? Well, unclear, clear so everyone can hear.
3: You were right. I'm not saying it again.
1: BCA Smith, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Next hot take. That's all I wanted. Trey, what's your hot take this week?
4: My hot take is Aaron Rodgers is a fraud. Josh Allen is a fraud. The playoffs, everyone will see because it is finally.
1: Okay. Great hot take. <laughs> Talk. What's your hot take this week? <laughs> you can't oh, uh, silence, a you <laughs> silence a real guy.
4: You cannot silence a real guy. Now,
1: I'm back to continue my take. Nope, 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 nope. It's Sean's turn now. We've heard We've heard enough. It's really not. You real you know. We all know I the I rhetoric. The real real know. We all know I I the rhetoric. Aaron Rodgers, Broad. No, no, no. PC, PC, he has a real take.
2: I think that was just a throw. I think that was just a troll. Let him say something.
4: Go ahead. What's my real take? the New England Patriots. We go into Buffalo, we, which calls, we won't have the same game plan where Mac only threw three times. It's playoffs. He's going to have to throw it this time. Whether Whatever whether it be, and I think Josh – I almost said Josh Allen. Josh McDaniels will stop being scared to open up the playbook. He will finally show everyone what he has had under his sleeve for the whole entire season. This is the time to pull out all the stops. And after we make some noise this year – Don't know if we'll win this game, but we have a good chance. Brian Flores will come back to the Patriots and be our DC once again so we can fire Fat Patricia. And TK, he will be your new head coach. You heard it here first. You're not getting Flores, okay? You can have Fat Patricia. He will work wonders with y'all.
1: I'm sure. That is the hot take. Okay. coordinator again. And totally not head coach in this league.
4: If he yeah. wants to get it back in blood on the Dolphins, he will come back to New England. Because going to the Bears or the Broncos is not the place.
3: Mm-hmm. TK, I think you know who would be the perfect head coach for the Broncos? Greg Roman. Okay. <laughs> yes.
1: The, the trolls are out. The trolls are clearly out. Yeah. You
4: are the top clearly
2: troll. Clearly out. You troll, uh, are Sean, the top
3: uh,
1: troll. Greg uh, Roman, the
3: future coach of the Broncos.
1: John, what's your hot take? I
5: think. Counter trace trolls. This is what my house take has to be. Aaron Rodgers should be the unanimous MVP. Uh, his other competitors were Jonathan Taylor, who didn't make the playoffs. Tom Brady, who fell off a little bit recently. not entirely his fault. He did lose almost all of his weapons, so I do think Brady judges are some slack. Um, Cooper Cup, who just plays wide receiver, I just don't see a Cooper Cup ever winning it. Uh, wide receiver ever winning MVP. Um, So, yeah, with that, I think Rodgers is leading the Packers for the best record in the NFC. I believe the best record in the league, or at least tied for that. Um, He's been dominant all year, great touchdowns, a ton of yards, low interceptions. He's just been dominant, and I think he deserves unanimous MVP. Sorry about that, Trey.
4: I don't know how he could get unanimous MVP. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't like Brady anymore either. He has 5k yards and 45 touchdowns to Aaron Rodgers, 3k yards and like 37 touchdowns or 4k, something like that. Look at
1: the weapons, something look like at the that. weapons he's been working with. And look at the, at, look at the weapons Rodgers, Rodgers yard Tom Brady
4: has, and look at the weapons. Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady has, Tom Brady has, Tom Brady has Tom Brady. all his weapons in the past two weeks, and it's still been dotting up.
1: He barely beat the Jets,
4: dude. He barely <laughs> he he beat the Jets. So you barely than. beat the Jets. What are you saying?
1: We beat the Jets by double digits. What are you talking about?
4: They didn't. Anyways. We did. see what he just did to the Panthers. Great defense, by the way. When I say DBs, he
1: torched them. Yeah. No, they're not. You know what? It's fine. Gianni, what's your
6: hot (laughs) take? I have a hot take um, about the Nets. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have been following, like, What's going on with the Nets? Um, They're struggling against top top 10 teams in the league. Uh, I think they only have one win against a top 10 team, and that's against Philly. That was a close game that I think um, Philly was missing players with COVID. So my hot take is that the Brooklyn Nets are going to lose in the second round in the NBA playoffs again.
1: Wow! If they keep playing like they are, they keep playing like that.
6: Yeah, I
4: wouldn't be
1: surprised. Plus, James Harden is currently cancer. So Kyrie coming back, this
4: Kyrie
6: coming back means nothing.
1: But Kyrie can't play home games.
6: Kyrie, yeah, that's why if they have home court and the game seven happens in Brooklyn, Kyrie can't play. Yeah, he's a part-time player. And they're not changing that that mandate until the summertime here in New York. So. It looked like Good he's point. not going to be – the only way he can play home games, if they can get to the finals. Yep. That's probably not going to happen. Uh, okay. yeah. yeah, and that probably doesn't
2: happen.
3: And he plus, even if Kyrie comes the back, like, like, I don't – like, I just don't see it. I, James Harden's a choker, but I, I trust Kyrie and KD in the playoffs. But not James Harden. I'm sorry. He's a choker. Yeah. And he's fat.
6: I don't trust him in big games. And who, who knows who they play. Probably they play the Bucs again in the second round.
3: Yeah. Yep.
6: The Bucs just destroyed them and they didn't even have Drew Holiday. Or the Bulls they play. Who who whoever they play because they struggle against everyone, really. They the struggle against the have, top four teams. Yeah. Even yeah. against Billy too, they struggle. Against they Cleveland, beat. like who's a six right now, they, they kind of had trouble with them too. We, they went to didn't they go really, to overtime against really the Spurs beat. yesterday? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> went to overtime with the they're, Spurs. They're horrible uh, like uh, at home. They're uh,
6: like ten and eleven
1: at home. We beat them without Maxi, Matisse, Doc Rivers, and I think George Niang, and still won.
6: Yeah, they're like 10 and 11 at home, the Nuts. Yeah. Not oh, good.
1: Not good at all. But uh, TK, your last hot take for this week. Close this out.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it's long playoff-less Our playoff list years. Playoff list isn't end. a word. Shut your mouth. It's all coming to an end, ladies and gentlemen. George Patton, or George Payton, is no John Elway. The owner, stepping down. The GM is actually a GM. John Elway, ladies and gentlemen, don't know if you heard the story, he's also stepping down. There will be new ownership, and Peyton Manning's name has been thrown around in that mix. I also just wanna throw that in there also. Because a lot of people seem to think that, oh, the Broncos, it starts with the quarterback. And then there are some people that say, oh, no, it's, the, it's an organizational thing. Okay, so all the organizational thing is getting fixed. Sean, take notes, you stupid bastard. Tell, you, tell your Giants to take the same notes. We're making moves. You're sitting there still stinking it up. Okay, you think a GM? You need a new owner too, bud. But we'll talk about that later. Now, <clears throat> the Denver Broncos are going to get a new quarterback this year. We're going to get a new head coach, who I believe will be an offensive mind. And ladies and gentlemen, if it's not an offensive mind, it's going to be Brian Flores. And if we get Brian Flores, you know who's following him next? Deshaun Watson. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's my hot take for the week. The Denver Broncos are going to have one of the greatest offseasons of all time because of the moves that I truly believe that we are finally about to make. And look, I have never had confidence in my team and what we will do in the offseason simply because of John. Can't get it right, Elway. It is no longer, ladies and gentlemen, whether it is Watson, whether it is Wilson, or whether it is Rogers. Uh, hopefully, it's not Rogers because I don't want Rogers. But if it does happen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, the Denver Broncos are going to be in the playoffs this year. It will no longer be the Chiefs division. No, oh my God. AFC West. AFC West will become the best division in the NFL. No. And we are going okay. to play this. We are going to play this podcast back when everything that I said happens, actually happens.
3: And when and, it doesn't,
2: and again, and, and again, Sean. And when it doesn't, then you can do the same thing. But I'm I'm actually totally listen, 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 totally. I literally believe in a GM right now, like bro. I have never felt this way, bro. Patton like, listen. Peyton had one of the best draft picks, one of the best draft classes in the NFL. And if you don't, and if you say that he didn't, you're absolutely lying. If we're talking about the entire draft as a whole, Sean, you can come into this because you're non-biased when it comes to this. Can we can we agree that Peyton possibly had one of the best draft classes in the in, in the uh, in, in the draft this year? Can we admit that, please?
5: No.
1: We
2: cannot. Oh, brother.
1: <laughs> Gianni,
2: Gianni,
5: why did I
1: ask Sean? Oh man,
2: I don't even know why I asked Sean. Gianni, can we admit that the Broncos possibly had one of the best draft classes? This
6: season, when you look uh, at it from
2: every single position and everything that happened with the guys that I, were able to, build I
6: think that position. had a good draft. Honestly, like that had a so, pretty good draft. TK, Thank can you. I just tell
4: you this, like in confidence, because we're brothers, we're family. I care, it. Oh, go ahead, bro. You gotta let go of this sick dream that y'all will ever make moves and get a good GM, a good head coach. It's not happening. We're not getting. When whereas, we're getting. Bro, you're not you, getting you, Watson. Listen, listen,
2: listen. listen you're listen, not listen.
4: getting Watson. So you're not getting him.
2: But listen, the Dolphins are. The Dolphins have. Uh, the Dolphins have literally opened it up again. That's what you're not understanding.
4: I understand the that, that they open opened it up again. again it's opened again. You're basing your chances is- on getting Watson if Pat, not Pat, if Flores goes to the Broncos. What makes so, you think he's going wait, to wait, go wait. there? So let
2: me ask you. Let me ask you a question, and I want you to be non bot So you don't think Flores and the Broncos would be a good fit? Is that what you're saying?
4: That's not. Yeah, I think a- I'm saying why do you think he would want to go there?
2: Because the whole point is the whole reason that he wanted to go to Miami was was mainly because of Brian Flores.
4: No, 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 not what I'm saying why do you think Flores wants to go to Denver? like why do you, uh, why do you think he would want to go there is what I'm saying
2: really good, really good defense. we actually finished number three after the entire season being over. We were number three at the end of the season.
4: So you got the defense.
2: bunch of young great young players on offense, great young players on defense as well. um new G new man new ownership, New GM. I mean, there's a lot, bro. You get to Jerry Judy, Corden Sutton, Noah Font, uh, Pookie Williams. I mean, Melvin Gordon. These are great names. Or you plug a you quarterback, guys had you a listen, good draft. You I plug a you, you plug now, a quarter you plug a quarterback in there, bro. That's a very hot. That that's a job that you can tell that you can probably say that every coach would look at it and be say, like, okay, that's a good let's organization. Say
4: y'all do. If y'all actually get Brian Flores, then I start taking y'all seriously. But okay. But even if it's not, listen, even if it's not Brian
2: Flores, there's Mike Zimmer, there.
4: there you go, Mike Zimmer. Oh,
2: bro! <laughs> All Mike right, Robert. you know what? And with that PC, go ahead and close us out because I'm not dealing with the trolls, man. I can't.
1: <clears throat> I want to make sure my shot looks good here.
4: <sighs> John is a bum.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of WHS Podcast. I want you guys to rise up out of your seats. Rise. Everybody rise. Rise up out of your seats right now.
3: What happened?
1: Everybody rise up out of their seats. Because, ladies and gentlemen, do you know what time it is? What? It is time Breathing! the win! This Broncos QB list. <laughs> 2022 edition, baby. It's... Yes, sir. <laughs> it is time for the first time in 2022. Yes,
4: sir. The Broncos
1: QBs that have been starring QB since Peyton Manning has left. We're talking about the Trevor Simeon. Mm-hmm. The Brock Osweiler. Mm-hmm. The Case Keenum. <laughs>
4: he got revenge on him, by the way. The Joe
6: Flacco
4: Super Bowl MDP. He sucks, bro. He sucks. The Brandon Allen. Um, I don't even know who that is.
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my goodness, he's kicking my audience out.
4: BC, bro, <laughs> the recording Riffy. has stopped. The recording has stopped. You've been kicked.
1: Oh, my god.
4: I didn't kick PC. Oh,
1: oh my goodness. Now the Teddy Bridgewater's. Mm-hmm. Oh, lordy, lord. <laughs> and now the, and P-C,
4: not P-C, the Russell Wilson. TK, Tyson TK. Watson.
2: TK, oh, have Rob you projects.
4: played Madden 22 yet? <laughs> yeah, I have. Have you seen Teddy Bridgewater's picture? He looks like Igor. That tells you all we need to know about you. <laughs>
1: brad he looks so awkward (laughs) that's it man hey man i just want to say uh for my monologue this week uh make sure you'll follow our twitter whs underscore podcasts, our instagram at whs underscore podcasts, or youtube at youtube.com slash we hate sports and now now ladies and gentlemen your boys are officially on TikTok. Check out our TikToks. Uh yes, sir. our name is We Hate Sports with two S's at the end. Um that's only until we can get our official name back uh in another month or so because we had some oh, issues. You messed it Yeah, uh, well, it really wasn't my fault. Uh, I didn't know that TikTok had baby uh bothered by version of their, you know, app right, whatever. Bro. Whatever. That
4: thing looked like he was
1: um <laughs>
4: <we've> already... <laughs> that video probably is so bad
1: we've already posted I, I we've already posted else. three tiktoks uh one of them Tolu, posted a video that looked like it came straight out of the microwave uh i'm not sure how you managed to pull that off tolu um but
2: pc this man took that this man posted
4: that video off his eye potato bro yeah i have
2: an
1: iphone oh my yeah, it's a not even an iphone it was an potato. But uh, in all seriousness, make sure y'all go check out our TikTok uh, at WeHateSportsWithUSS at the end. Um, I did say uh, at the end we would get an update on the national championship. And uh, don't look now, guys, but Georgia is winning. It's in the fourth quarter. 13 to
6: tw- However, they can just turn the ball over. Uh, 13 you know. to what? It,
1: it's, all, it's all a very, pretty controversial play right now. They're reviewing a uh, fumble that may have been on the field by Stetson Bennett in the. Oh, boy, if this, if this uh, stands as a us, Let's go, Bama. I uh, don't you
4: know how much it means to me to have y'all win this. Living in Georgia, I love seeing PC. Georgia fans suffer.
1: Let's <laughs> go, Bama. Is PC. Weird. Yeah.
4: I, I kind of had a little monologue I kind of wanted to do tonight, if that's cool.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, sure, for sure. Go
2: ahead. Um, all right, so I just kind of wanted to get a little serious here with you guys. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the Baltimore Ravens. And the Baltimore Ravens got sent home, and it's just—it's really sad. Um, Tolu, we're sorry. Are you serious? <laughs> really?
4: We're, we're not really. sorry. I'm we're sorry, really. sorry, but we're not.
5: Hey TK, that was a good one. especially we'll after, after a
4: total year. we'll be back there a total year. we will be back next year. Ben Rocklisberger retirement party. You promised a oh, retirement, retirement party. No, That's I didn't know that did. Tyler Huntley you was gonna that. sell that game.
1: Well why are you like going to sell that game?
3: Why are you putting faith in Tyler Huntley
1: to begin with? No,
3: I put I put faith in the defense because we got an interception and we sacked that,
2: that total. You know it's totally totally. Yes. it's just—it's just, at the end of the day, it's pathetic. Because now Ben it's Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger has officially beat them Chargers, and now he's beat the Ravens. And with
4: that, I'm done. That is like uh, me counting on. We'll Brian be back next year the when the
3: Ravens are running that division again with all everyone healthy. We'll be back, and then I'll I'll be
2: slapping. <laughs> oh
1: well, it I think uh, totally.
2: I think I think the Cincinnati Bengals would like a worry because. I'm... <laughs> uh, yeah, let Mark let Marcus
3: Peters get his hands on Joe Burrow. All I'm gonna say.
1: Who
6: well, is well, of Marcus when
1: Marcus Pe- Peters wait, gets wait, his wait, wait, hands
3: wait. on Joe Burrow, it's over, bro. Okay, it wait. is over.
1: Okay, okay but... wait.
2: First of all, who is scared of Marcus Peters at this point? Uh, everybody. Okay. No, do you know where Marcus
1: I don't. Peters I don't. is from, Billy? Marcus I don't Peters care, don't play like that. Williams from Compton. What does that
3: have to do? Let Marcus Peters game? get his hands on Jamar Chase, and
1: we'll see. All right, buddy. Marcus uh, Peters
4: gets dropped two hundred yards on his. Head. <laughs> no, he
1: does not.
3: He Michael does Thomas, not. Michael
4: Man, Thomas
1: let me let me end the
3: show. Let me wait, 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 wait. I got a serious monologue too, uh, and this oh, is actually brother. serious. It's not oh, TK brother. trolling. It's not oh, TK oh, trolling. Um, Bob Saget, rest in peace, Danny Tanner. You were an icon. You
2: were one of the funniest people. Prolu, what? Prolu. How you? How you gonna
3: <laughs>
6: shout
2: him out? And-
3: Sagan? whatever can you stop I'm i was gonna, to say, you know, gonna
1: say that if you if you let me get to my actual serious, potato, serious. Oh, uh, you know go
3: ahead PC. go ahead
1: rest in peace to bob saget uh he was the beloved dad from full house denny tanner he uh unfortunately uh unexpectedly passed away in a hotel room um and he was a big part of my childhood. I know at some point or another, all of us watch Full House in here. And, uh, you know, we hear at WHS uh, mourn the death of Bob Sagan, who passed away at the age of 65. Um, and that just plays into why I keep telling you guys every week. If you have a loved one, check up on them. Seriously. Um, because you never know what they're going through, mentally or physically. There, there's been a lot that uh, we all go through. Relatives and all, so um, yeah, that's why I got this week.
6: That's That's it. That's it. Nah,
5: man, Um, shout
1: out.
2: That was great, total. Thank you.